Hello, all you transgressive bigots. All you transgressive bigots. What's going on, guys? What's going on, bigots? All you bigots. Oh, look at okay, showing up in the chat. Some I, I don't see any of the of the blue uh, of the blue names. Sometimes when I don't see my mods, I get a little worried that we might just get slammed. Sometimes those bot things show up. Get those bots where it'll be like the same comment over and over again from different accounts. You seen that on streams? It's happened like two or three times here. The bot attacks. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Jessica likes the featured image. The face on the far left. <laughs> yeah. Hello, 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 all you bigots. All of you bigots. I hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's doing well. How's everybody's day been? How's everyone's day been? Let's see. We'll come over here, give you a little glimpse at our day from just the back end here on the, uh, on the Instagram. Oops. There we go. Here we go. Just another day. It was hot today. Super hot. Um, what'd you have for breakfast? What'd you eat? I had hot coffee. Hot oh, coffee. Had, As opposed to cold coffee. She sometimes does yes. cold coffee. Um, she had hot I had coffee. three burgers and two eggs. Burgers and eggs. I think I just had some milk and then a couple bites of cheese this morning. Um, and then after that... In the afternoon, I had I had the slow cooked meat mm -hmm. and broth, which was really good. The smoke, slow cooked meat and broth was awesome. I start talking and I warm up, oh, cold cool. beforehand. Start talking, time to take that hat off, sure. release that beautiful bald <laughs> dome. Um, my energy. Yeah. It's because my high vibration today, guys. Exactly. I hope everybody's vibrating really high right now. Okay, um, all the mods in the chat, make sure to keep any low vibration comments. Just keep them out. You know, if you see low vibration stuff, just go ahead and just, just ban them. No low vibration comments, only high vibe. High vibration. How do you tell it's high vibration? Well, if I like it, it's high vibration. If it makes me feel good, man, it's high vibration. Um, but yeah, typical day here. Milk the cows. We went and picked up another truckload of... Bunch of vegetation, these corn husks or whatever you call that, and ground them up for the cows. The kids came down with me. They didn't come down yesterday. And it was so lonely. It was so lonely when they didn't come down yesterday. Okay, I guess, I guess that's it. Little review of our day. Came home, did some work, and here we are. Here we are. It is what? What day is it? Tuesday night. It's Tuesday night. And the bigots are out in full force. Let me just fix the, the camera here. It's a little bit too... There's all these weird colors. You got the saturation like all the way down. Maybe I'm just a tomato face today from all that sunshine. Tomato face today. All right. Anyways, I got my... I got my usual... My usual uniform today. The same dang shirt I've been wearing every night this week. It's been a little bit cold. It's been a little bit cold, so I get that in long sleeves. Get them long sleeves on. But, all right, um, let's get to it. Let's get to it. We got Bart K coming on in the second hour. 
Barkay coming on in about 45 minutes. We'll do open lines today with Barkay as well. Anybody who wants to call in, feel free to call in. Friends or foes, you're all welcome to call in. Let's go like eh. Friendlies and foes, both welcome for open lines tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight. So we... You know, I'm not going to scroll through Instagram. There's always some fun stuff going going on on Instagram, including the the comments. I'd love I love reading the Instagram comments on my page, and there's been some hilarious ones lately. But I don't think we're going to go for that right now because we just have so much other stuff to hit on. We've got a lot of important news. Uh, Dr. Greta Thunberg has has uh, has really given us all a gift. You know, this this raising of ecological awareness is is so inspiring. I mean, the the planet is clearly dying, right? Mother Earth dying, almost dead, like last gasping breaths of air, and just begging us to pay higher taxes in order to fix it, begging us to pay thirteen dollars a gallon for fuel um, so that she can just breathe, right? And that's all she asks of us. Right? All she asks of us is to implement a global totalitarian Bolshevik-style revolution, a technocratic Bolshevism, bankrolled by international finance. Not gaslighted, then speak out. Come and speak to someone. Come, come and speak. Within the community. If you feel like you've been gaslighted, come out, you coomers. Come. Come. Come to Michelle Lowe. She will not gaslight you. She won't gaslight you. Tommy Kelly went on, uh, went on Michelle Lowe. Tommy Kelly's coming on soon. That's the last time I saw Michelle Lowe. I watched about 20 minutes of her chatting with Tommy Kelly. And uh, we'll talk about that on a future episode. <laughs> but uh, that, we got a super chat. We might as well read that one right now. Uh, Badner Calabrese donated five bucks says yes the Bolshevik revolutionary tactics are being replicated today just slightly modified for our current surroundings absolutely hardly modified at all though really hardly modified whatsoever and shoot the funding's even coming from the same place too so yeah but we got we got Sir David Attenborough one of the uh, the good grown ups from the British elite establishment the chosen mouthpiece of the eugenics movement in the 21st century, Sir David Attenborough. Sir David Attenborough. Remember, he's been knighted. He is knighted. Sir David Attenborough, knighted by the Queen, just like Sir Jimmy Saville. Right? So, um, these, these good grown-ups are hitting the web for hardcore activism for the planet. Wildlife broadcaster, 94 years old. He's 94. Met a series of famous faces on a video call in a clip released by Netflix ahead of the airing of David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet. Uh, what is this, some sort of a biopic about David Attenborough, the great philanthropist David Attenborough, um, whose brother is a lord. Lord, or was a lord. I think his brother passed away. His brother was Lord Attenborough. Right, these, this, these are British aristocrats. <laughs> these are the top-shelf British elite and they just care about you and the planet, right? David was quizzed by a series of inquisitive celebs, including footballer and activist Marcus Rashford. He's a footballer and an activist, okay? And actresses Judy Dench and Maisie Williams on the call, with each of them asking the expert 
one question. The expert. So remember, this is an expert. The Daily Mail who receives massive funding from some of these experts and philanthropists. They say that he is an expert. He's an expert. So uh, where is it? We've got the video here. Sir David Attenborough with the celebs. Let's see what David Attenborough has to say. Hello, Sir David. It's David Beckham here. Firstly, many congratulations on the new film. You have done so much to open all our eyes to the issues facing our planet. Your programs make us care about the natural world and what we need to do to protect it. You have traveled the globe many times over learning about nature. If you had one message for our children about the future of our world, what would it be? Wow, that, what a, what a hard hitting zinger, banger, off the cuff question. Didn't even, this is just spitting freestyle. David Beckham ad-libbing the hard-hitting questions. How do you, how do you even respond to that? How do you even respond to such a difficult question like that? Let's see how gracefully um, Sir, Sir David Attenborough can, uh, can handle this. To look after the wild world with which we are a part to care for the animals that you see. Don't waste things. Don't waste food. Don't waste electricity. Don't waste things of food and electricity on poor people. Please sterilize your sexual object partners and, and make sure to give as many happy, healthy medicine injections to everybody you know. Also, teach your children, teach your children to trust the BBC, where we helped to cover up for Jimmy Savile for several decades. Also, I would like to remind you all, please listen to Greta and go out and vote. Your vote truly counts. Your vote really counts. And if you would just go and vote for one of the two parties that we've presented you with, if you vote for your favorite party... All the problems in the world will be fixed. Look after the natural world. It's the most precious thing we have, and we are a part of it. Also, stop, stop looking into Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. These are just people who may have uh, been mis misunderstood. Don't, don't look into the connections of of uh, Glane Maxwell and her father. Please, stop, stop asking questions. Stop asking questions other than the questions that the philanthropist and the experts and celebrities on the television tell you that it is okay to ask. This is what I ask of you young children. Hi, Sir David. It's Billy here. I wanted to ask you, how do you cope with your personal feelings? about all the animals that are losing their lives and or going extinct. How do you actually deal with that as a human being? I don't know. I, I don't understand. I don't know how. Oh, oh, let's, let's pretend that we're, that I'm doing this live with you. Oh, oh, I, I'm so pained. I'm so pained by all the animals dying. I just wish the humans would die instead. Uh, please, please listen to my friends, the royal family. Prince Charles and Prince Philip will help you 
to understand how we must reduce the human population in order to stop the climate crisis. If you children... believe that you oh. are being gaslighted, then speak oh. out. Come and speak to someone. Come, come and make speak. Friends please, please make sure. Please make sure to give your children electronic devices, which require cobalt mined by child slaves in Africa, because those are the extra people which we don't need. Make sure the British children all take their happy, healthy medicine shots. Maybe a double dose for some of them. And let them be raised by their electronic devices. Uh, Keep them indoors. Don't let them ever go out into nature. Because we plan on setting aside a bare minimum of 30% of the planet where you filthy, disgusting humans will never touch it. So you can be kept in your smart city coffin apartments, getting your cummies on OnlyFans, twerking with the essential twerkers of the hospitals on TikTok, and consuming plant-based kibble fortified with nutrients like sodium fluoride. You feel desperate. Um, I think the most uh, astonishing sight in the natural world that I've ever seen um, and one I should never forget. Now this this old this old fucking toad. I gotta say, it's it, this old fucking toad has brainwashed more children into thinking that they're pieces of shit who need to be exterminated than almost anybody else in the world. This guy is such a little lackey for these eugenicists. I I I gotta say, it does not pain me to see this spiteful old old toad's demonic twisted face. Aging almost to the point of meeting his maker. Sir David Attenborough. Sir David Attenborough from the BBC. Sir David Attenborough from the BBC who covered up for Jimmy Savile for how freaking long. Sir David Attenborough, you will meet your maker one day, sir. You're 94. Not too long from now, you'll be gone from this planet. You've been teaching children to hate themselves and despise themselves for how long? And how many children do you have? And have you taught your children not to, be, not to reproduce? Have you taught your children that they're extra people? I bet not. I bet you taught your children just what your pappy taught you, that you're special. That you're a part of the elite. That your germplasm is superior. That you have superior elite British genetics. That you built the greatest empire in the world. That you built the modern world. We we are responsible. We, as British people, are responsible for the Enlightenment. We are science. I wonder what his kids are doing. I don't know. David Attenborough, 94 years old. Billy, (laughs) I don't know. I I, I don't know if I can handle much more of David Attenborough. I'm getting pissed. Look at this old toad. Look at this disgusting old billionaire toad. Best buddies with Prince Philip. The first time I dived on a coral reef, you go into a new world, and it's a world of extraordinary beauty and complexity and wonder. they, they, They show you this footage of the natural world, this beautiful footage of the natural world, of God's beautiful creation, and then bastardize it. 
and brainwash you with this anti-human ideology. And I went to almost exactly the same places where I first saw that on the Barrow Reef. And instead of that pageant of life, it was like a cemetery. It was stark white. The planet is dying. It had died. Oh, it had been killed. It's dying. It killed if only the children would die. We and the planet would be okay. Created. That was a terrible sight. And... Terrible vision of what we are doing to ourselves. This is what these people see. Much right? bigger and stronger than you. You ice me. Who does time? All right, Sir David Attenborough. Sir David Attenborough. Sir Greta Thunberg donates seven eleven. Thank you, Sir Greta Thunberg. I appreciate that. Sideshow Bob donated five dollars. Donated five dollars. Says, check this out, dude. What is this article? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. A partially fictional look at what America has become and will become. What is this? Headline 20. Okay, so we got, we got like kind of an Onion-style article here. Headline 2029. 20, <laughs> uh Rally at Capitol. Yeah, I mean, well, we all know this is coming. We all know that P. We all know they've been trying to tack that P onto the end there. And they even did for a while, but they said it's for plus. It's for plus. The P is just for plus. <laughs> Jared Bear donates eleven twenty six. Says, can we all agree there is something wrong with the Anglo's? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you look at the history of the world since the Enlightenment. There's something absolutely wrong with the Anglo's. And guess what that is? The demonic philosophy, right? That they push on the world through the lodges of Freemasonry and the Scottish Rite through. The Royal Society, through this Darwinian mythos, this Darwinian moral philosophy, right, that, that is what is wrong with the Anglos. It is their worldview and their philosophy. Completely psychopathic. Systematically, psychopathically exterminating with cold Machiavellian precision. On the land and in the air. Hello, Sir David. I'm Trish. I am Asa. And I'm Kido. And we're the cast of Sex Education on Netflix. We feel a disconnect from nature is one of the reasons. <laughs> the cast of. Well, you got. Wow, look how diverse the cast is. Asa, Trish, and Kido. <laughs> the Sex Education cast. I don't, I've never heard of this show, but let me. <laughs> one can only guess if it's on Netflix. These are these are like children too. That guy on the left looks like he's about sixteen. What the hell is this? And where the cost? And, and of course, sex education ties in with this moral landscape that these people, like David, uh, David, Sir, excuse me, Sir David Edinburgh, are are painting for us. This moral landscape where reproductive health services, aka infanticide. Is normalized. I'm not having any difficulty. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. This moral landscape where they've hypersexualized children. And here they are again. Oh, the, the, the sex education class on Netflix. Talking to Sir David Attenborough here on Netflix. How are we going to save the planet? Right, but this, uh. <sighs> I don't know. Let, we'll just keep going. I don't have to stop. 
every time <laughs> freaking Netflix shows its hand to point this out. I think it should be abundantly obvious to so many people out there by now what exactly Netflix has been doing. And uh, the whole cuties thing, the whole cuties thing should wake a lot of people up. And did. A lot of people were upset about that. I've never heard about this, this show, though, Sex Education. Um, I guess they probably have freaking uh, Elmo, PP and the Poo Poo Elmo teaching the chick. Hi, kids! This Elmo! I'm here on Netflix to teach you sex education on how to save planet. Oh, kids, did you hear that the planet is dying? Oh, Elmo's so sad about planet dying. Elmo's friend, Uncle Jimmy Savile, tell Elmo that there's so many different kinds of love that we can have. And if we all would just stop putting our pee-pee in poonies and put your pee-pee in on the poo-poos, then we can stop the climate crisis. Oh, that makes Elmo happy that there's so many kinds of love. Sex education on Netflix. We feel a disconnect from nature is one of the reasons the planet is the way that it is today. So we would like to know how you think people can reconnect on a budget. It is amazing how much the natural world can come into our cities. Most of our cities, thank goodness, have parks of one kind or another. And there are many parts of the country that are wild parks. They've been put aside as, as little corners in which nature can flourish. And yeah, nature can flourish. Right? This idea that nature can't flourish without human beings. Human beings who are here and can actually transform landscapes in incredibly beneficial ways. Right? We are managers of forests. We are managers of grasslands. And this technocratic mind state, this British aristocratic mind state of leveraging slave labor, essentially, through international capital, right, using ideologies weaponized against cultures, right, weaponized ideologies of capitalism and communism, both funded through the same big banking mechanisms, right, this British aristocracy that you speak on behalf of is the force that has destroyed the natural world more than anything else in the world, okay? It's, it's your mind state. It's your industrial model that's all about crushing humanity and dominating humanity, animalistic dominance, but in a cunning Machiavellian way, using finance, using culture degeneration, flooding cultures with drugs like you did in the Opium Wars when you destroyed China. China wouldn't be what it is today if it weren't for the British Empire meddling there in the Opium Wars, using the same script that was run over 150 years later in Afghanistan. They're controlling the vices, controlling the drug trade, flooding nations with pornography, you just look what the Sassoon family did in the Opium Wars. Read about what the Sassoon family did in the Opium Wars. And you'll understand a lot about the British aristocracy. If you watched the last stream, we also talked about the nature of the Bolshevik Revolution. The sexual liberation. Liberation. Right? Sexual liberation, which is truly enslavement to the passions. Sassoon, the hair people? No, it's not Vidal Sassoon. The Sassoon family, the, uh, the, the patriarch of the Sassoon family was actually born in Baghdad. 
And these were international drug traders, the opium trade, banking family, married into, married into the, uh, the, the famous, the infamous Red Shield family. Like the, the Sassoon family is not, not very well known, but played a very vital role in the opium wars and in the bringing about of the conditions that then allowed for the Industrial Revolution. Remember, this is in the 1830s through the 1850s. And then after that, you had this massive amount of capital that was being drawn in through the British Empire, through the enslavement of areas, regions in the East, right? They were growing the opium in India, shipping it over to China illegally, and going to war over free trade. Right? Oh, it's free trade. The, 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 the Chinese actually ran a drug war, right? They started a war on drugs to keep the opium out because it was destroying the fabric of their society. But then the British aristocracy sent the military in two different wars, to go there and open up China for freedom and free trade. And they used the same rhetoric that you see now. They, we got to give freedom. We need freedom. The free market, the sacred right of the free market is going to save the planet. And this is, these are the people, these are the families, this is the big money that is behind David Attenborough. That's behind the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset. And if, you, if we don't understand history, if we don't understand where this stuff came from and where it's going, how are we going to do anything about it? And so it is under, it's, it's important to understand these things. It's also important to understand that this guy, this creepy old toad, <laughs> this creepy old toad uh, does not care about the children that you're allowing to watch these shows that, uh, that he's brainwashing them with. Right? This is weaponized propaganda. This is worldview warfare against you, against humanity. Not to make you view yourself as this pathetic little thing that shouldn't even touch nature. You're this gross little abomination to the natural world. And if you get, all, get away from it, then nature can heal. So they're going to be setting aside all these, part, all these parts of the planet to heal. We can heal it while hurting you into these smart city coffin apartments where everything you do is tracked, traced, and controlled where you're treated like slave cattle mutants and actually turned into slave cattle mutants. <laughs> turned into slave cattle mutants through the industrial slop that you're fed and through the human experiments that are going to be run on you that are already being run on you that have been run on you for hundreds of years from people like this. The people who fund both sides of wars Hey, dude. Good night. Oh. Do you know who that is? That's a creepy old toad called David Attenborough. Sir David Attenborough. Excuse me. Sorry, Dave. Good night, dude. We'll see you in the morning. You're so... You're half asleep already. <laughs> Good night, guy. Nice pants, by the way. <laughs> All right. Okay, we got some super chats. What's up, guys? We got some supporters. Some supporters up in the stream. Thank you guys for the support. We get none of that support from Miss, uh, Miss uh, Wojcicki at YouTube, this channel. You know, if, if you search, the you can search the name of the exact video, the exact video name, some of my videos, and put them in quotations, and they still don't show up in the YouTube search. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the term shadow ban. Gets kicked around quite a bit. But uh, go ahead and do some experiments. 
and just see if you think this channel might be shadow banned. Uh, these all get demonetized. And the only way to support, the best way to support, rather, is through the Streamlabs. I just threw a link up there. If you guys got any questions or comments, hit me up via the Streamlabs. You can send that support right there through the Streamlabs. And the, uh, let's see, the YouTube Super Chats are cool, but Streamlabs is better because they don't take a big fat cut. And that money ain't going to Wojcicki and Google and Alphabet. So we got... Here we go. We got a super chat over here from uh, Eng Gontivor. Eng Gontivor, what's up, Eng Gontivor? Donates five bucks. Says, what are the most important books that you've read that influenced your life? Well, that's a really good question. I mean, I I'm kind of a voracious reader. I'm I love reading. Ever since I was a little baby boy, and I learned how to read. I I loved it. Um, I mean, I could start naming. See, Cat in the Hat, just incredible. Uh, Hop on Pop. Right? I mean, like the moral philosophy that that Seuss put forth there. It's like, they, he didn't want to get hopped on, but they kept hopping on him over and over again. They wouldn't stop. They didn't stop hopping on him. So they, the, that really liked that tragedy. Uh, and, 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 the, uh, and the comedy of Hop on Pop. Uh, huge fan of uh, Brown Bear, Brown Bear. What do you see? You know, just the the the, lyri the the lyricism of that book and the flow of it and the flow of ideas, right? Like brown bear, brown bear, what do you see? I see a red bird looking at me, right? Like what is what does that mean? He's looking at you. You know what the, the eyes? The eyes through the windows to the soul. So the red bird is looking through the windows to the soul at the brown bear. But does the brown bear feel? Right. So these deeper questions that are raised in some of these books. Um, let's see, there's also, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. The Berenstein Bears. <laughs> um, no, I, I'll, I'll throw a few out there. Um, well, first of all, get, get an Orthodox study Bible, right? I mean, as far as, you know, books, and it's not just a book, right? So, Bible, obviously. Uh, Father Seraphim Rose, Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future, really good one. Uh, Father Seraphim Rose, Genesis, Creation, and Early Man. Let's see. Those are a couple good ones. Books that influenced my life. I mean, recently I would say Father Seraphim Rose. Um, there's a, another book called Wounded by Love. That's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, those are a few. And gone before. That's a great question. Really, really good question. Let's see. All right, thanks for the support, dude. You guys, support is appreciated. And if you guys like these streams, keep supporting. We'll keep doing the streams. Keep doing it if you keep supporting it, guys. All right, so David Adver, I guess I guess we're kind of just, I don't know. I think I'm done with you. We got this one more clip from Attenborough, good old Attenborough. He's disgusted with humanity. David Attenborough, good. Orange man, bad. White man. Well, again, I'm bigger and stronger than you, so I won't worry too much. I'm worried, Hedge. Why do you have to remind me of that? Why? Carnivore Alliance donates $5.35. says, new short rap backing track out for you to record something over, and I rapped over it too. Anyone is welcome, even vegans, to return fire. If you watch 
We can watch the original first before my rap. Otherwise, it won't make sense. <laughs> we're not doing that right now. We'll, we're not getting we're not getting sidetracked with that right now. Thank you. Maybe at the end or, uh, or on the next stream. I'll make sure to watch it though. But if we got to watch like five, you got to make we got to do homework before we watch your rap track. What's up with that? Why don't you combine them? Combine them into one. So um, also, is that like are you trying to you trying to challenge me to a rap battle or what, dude? You trying to rap battle me? What's the deal? All right, David Attenborough is disgusted with humanity. Let's see what he's got to say. As I walk through Chernobyl, you can see the wild has started to reclaim the land. I have painted you an image of the world in the next 50 years. We huh? can still save this planet. He's painted us an image of the world in the next 50 years, and it's Chernobyl. It's an abandoned places and humans are just gone <laughs> desolate abandoned places but this is beautiful to him right death and destruction in the past the blood of humanity watering the fields watering the soil and regenerating the earth this is what this guy wants this is sick there you go. play uh-oh Row. Come back, David Attenborough. David's frozen. Sir David Attenborough, return to us, sir. Return to us, David Attenborough. There you go. You know, honestly, I feel like a broken record. Oh, this is so real. Hot mic. He had no idea that this would be released. Oh, then. Oh, oh. Ah, oh, they're never going to listen. They just don't care. They just don't care like I care. Oh. David. You know, honestly, I feel like a broken record. They're not, I mean, they're not going to listen. You know, you know if, I, if I said what I wanted to say, it would, it would be something more like, I'd, I'd say like, just get your shit together. Like, I mean, there's so many things you could do for what? Stop watching me and getting all emotional. Oh, stop watching me and getting all emotional. Look, listen to this put on right here. Oh, you have no idea this was going to be released. Oh, it's so candid. Oh, he just cares. He just cares. Thank you. Going to do something and then forget about it really uh, 40 seconds after the credits. It's do something. Do anything. Stop telling everyone that you're vegan and then secretly honking down a breakfast on a flight to the Maldives. Oh, 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 hot mic, go fully vegan. Don't stop being a plant-based poser. Then eat your kibble, you little bitch. Eat your kibble, you subhuman scum. Accept your Beyond Burgers. Enjoy your Bill Gates fake titty milk. Suckle on the pap of mammon. I mean, why, why is a teenager the only one who seems remotely bothered? Like if this girl can lead the fight against extinction while doing her A-levels, and the least you could do is stop lathering yourself up in palm oil. <laughs> this footage of these dudes greasing themselves up. <laughs> Four guys... Fully shaved, four hairless young dudes, jacked young dudes, greasing themselves up with... Paul. 
Stop getting together in groups of four homosexual men and lathering yourself with palm oil and rolling around each other and writhing like muscular worms. <laughs> what is this? We can all stop recycling because of government. Well, you use soy oil instead. Your palm oil is destroying the planet. Please, purchase Monsanto's soy oil instead. They'll try to say the vegan ideology you've been brainwashed. Come over here. That's brainwashing. <laughs> that is the actual brainwashing. Thank you, Bert Purcell. Bert Purcell donated five bucks. Says God bless you and your family. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. We feel we feel blessed to be in the position we're in. Um, you know, we cashed in most of our white privilege coupons, and um, basically, just we don't even have. We just we just get everything we need for free, basically. Like I'm, um, shit. Was I not supposed to talk about the white privilege coupons? Was I not supposed to talk about that? <laughs> um, young Boomer up in the chat. Young Boomer, what's up? Um, all right, thank, I appreciate the support, you guys. Keep them. If you guys want to keep these streams going, keep them super chats coming. Keep them super chats coming. We got uh, we got Bart K coming on in about 15 minutes. Arch bigot Bart K is going to jump on, and uh, we'll open up the lines later. I thought that would be a fun that'd be a fun little idea. So we got open lines tonight. There's a link in. Let me make sure the link's there. There you go. The call in links in the description. Open lines. Call in friend or foe. You want to chat? You want to tell me why I'm wrong about something? You want to tell me why I'm right about something? All good. Of course, keep it YouTube friendly. Um, so yeah, Bart K coming on. 15 minutes. You guys like these streams? Support the dang streams with the stream labs. There's a link in the uh, in the chat right now. Thank you, okay. Anyway, oh my god. Now stop electing this f***ing piece of printed piece of shit dot bollocks dick shit. I've got more class under my fingernails. Honestly, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> what? Is this? Is this a? Is this parody? That's his. That has. That is his voice. That is his voice. Nobody can. All right. Whoa. 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 I didn't know that this was coming. I hadn't seen this. I just liked the title. What the hell? All right. Let's back it up. I mean, what? Why? Is a stop lathering yourself up in palm oil, and we can all stop recycling because the government just shipped it to Indonesian landfill anyway. Oh my God! Stop electing this piece of printed piece of shit, dot bollocks, dick shit. I've got more class under my fingernails. Honestly, Jesus Christ! I cannot stress that enough, people. Oh, and this guy, a motherfucker. Okay, okay, this is this is someone doing a bit. <laughs> this is someone doing a bit. That's not even his voice. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad. <laughs> All right, very fitting. <laughs> Hans, Hans, I'm trying to make a serious point. Can you just bring it down a little bit? Thank you. That's a pretty. He's a decent. He is a decent Admiral voice. That was good. I don't necessarily agree with the dreadlocks. At least, 
these people are trying. <laughs> Honestly, humanity, can you stop popping out brats for five seconds? Not only are your kids ruining the planet, they're also very annoying. <laughs> Tonight's not your night, mate. Earth is full. Seriously, I've I've just watched Avengers. And I'm starting to think Thanos, the big purple, yeah, big purple one. Like initially, I was thinking I was really on, but now I'm sorry. You know what? You might have the right idea. I mean, do you know how many years it took to build this planet? Like five billion. And you've just scoffed it in under a century. Like some greedy, mad parasite. Like, I, I don't come to your dinner party that you've worked on all afternoon and just scoop up your carefully arranged dauphinois potatoes and just shove them down the toilet, do I? No. I sit there and I listen <laughs> to your boring anecdotes about the equity of your house and I smile through gritted teeth. And if you drive one of these, you're a twat. Not even related to the environment. You're just the worst. And Instagram influencers, my goodness. <laughs> trembling precious ecosystems so you can feed your narcissism and sell Herbalife to your equally vacuous followers. <laughs> Ooh, sponsored by Manscaped. If you want that baby smooth chin look, look no further than the surface of the Amazon rainforest. Sorry, not sorry. This is Dave signing out. Because to be honest with you, I've had it out to here with you. <laughs> For the first minute there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even pay attention. I was like, oh, okay, I just assume it's, this is Attenborough. Well, well done, dude. Charlie Hopkinson. Did you make that? Did you do the voice? That was freaking good, man. Oh, he sells, he does voiceovers and stuff too. He sells voiceovers. You know what? That was solid. That was solid. That was a solid Attenborough. For like the first minute, I, I was pretty convinced that that was David. Fantastic. I'll give him that a like. Charlie Hopkinson. Is it just like a one-hit wonder? Is this dude super funny all the time? That was good. That was good. I'm going to have to remember this guy. I'll, I'll revisit Charlie. <laughs> that, was, that was quite the base to take there, Charlie. I appreciate that. So... Yes, Sir David Attenborough. David Attenborough leads call for world to invest $500 billion a year to protect nature. What do you think that means to protect nature? And, of course, our old friends at the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum who have taken this opportunity to bring about the Great Reset. The Great Reset. The Great Reset is an overhaul of every aspect of our life into a global technocracy that they use terms like the circular economy. They use terms like carbon credits. What the Great Reset is, is the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Excuse me. What they call the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Fourth Industrial Revolution tech is surveillance tech. It's just next-level surveillance tech. Centralized, globally, so that all resources can be tracked, quantified, and scientifically doled out to you. This is the rationing economy. The Great Reset is a global Bolshevik revolution bankrolled by the Fortune 100, by inter <clears throat> international finance. 
and pushed by guys like this. So David Attenborough, the great reset. You want to understand where this is going. You want to see where this is going. Read the book, COVID-19, The Great Reset by Klaus Schwab and Thierry Malleret. We'll talk more about this one later. Um, so, avoiding a climate lockdown. Wait, whoa, 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 what? The experts say that we must avoid a climate lockdown now. Climate lockdown? <laughs> what, what is the climate lockdown? As COVID-19 spread earlier this year, governments introduced lockdowns in order to prevent public health emergency from <laughs> spinning out of control. So that's why they implemented a lockdown. It's just to, to save you, right? To keep it from getting out of control. They, they gave the lockdown. Um, hmm. Mm-hmm. So under a climate lockdown... Governments would limit private vehicle use, ban consumption of red meat, and impose extreme energy-saving measures, while fossil fuel companies would have to stop drilling. To avoid such a scenario, we must overhaul our economic structures and do capitalism differently. Hmm. Many people think the climate crisis is being distinct from the health and economic crises caused by the pandemic, but the three crises and their solutions are interconnected. What have I been telling you? They're going to pivot all this COVID crisis bullshit will pivot directly into climate crisis and economic crisis. Guess what these are all caused by? The same people. These same economic entities that want to consolidate all this power now to save you are the ones who brought this about, brought the lockdowns about, promoted the lockdowns, ran and war-gamed the lockdowns in Event 201 back in October of 2019, right before this all happened, exactly according to their script. Hmm. 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 So, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Attenborough. We appreciate that. Um, the climate lockdown. The inevitable climate lockdown. That's what they're going towards. So, um, anyways, we'll talk more about some of this stuff later on. Uh, I'm gonna let's see. We got we got a few more minutes here. Bart K is about to jump in. You guys ready for Bart K? Y'all ready for Bart K? Bart K is gonna come on. We're gonna have a chat. Bart K, the nutrition science watchdog. We're going to talk about all this science, all right? We just got we just got nailed in the face with so much science. The science is settled, guys. The science is settled. I didn't even get to. I have so many other things pulled up here, and Bart K just jumped, just jumped into the waiting room. He just jumped in the waiting room. Let's pull in Bart K right now. We'll pull in Bart K from the waiting room, and Bart K, can you hear me? I can. Hello, Tristan. Yes. Hello, Botke. How are you today, sir? I I am quite quite toxic, quite masculine, maliciously existent, and, and entirely unnecessary, Tristan. <laughs> well, well, I, I'm sure we could figure out a solution to that. We could figure out many final <laughs> solutions to that if we if we work hard enough. And the World Economic Forum seems to be working on a final solution for all that as well. So. Um, Oh, I'm so pleased, so pleased, yes. yes. Good, good. So, here we go, let me, uh, i got to adjust the video here. Bar K, Nutrition Science, watch dog. How you doing, man? 
I'm doing great, man. How are you doing, boys and girls? How are you doing, Tristan? Carnis will try oh. to befriend you. Yes, oh, oh anecdotes! We've got some anecdotes coming in. You've been brainwashed. Come over here. You got Actual a history. Just anecdotes. That's all. The actual brainwashing. Now, Barquet, I know you have a little history with uh, with this lovely woman that we see up on the screen right here. This high-level academic activist, uh, Michelle Lowe. And, dude, ethical you know, she is too. Very ethical. Quite ethical. Quite ethical. You know, it's oh, funny. Yes. When, I first, when I first like encountered you and Michelle Lowe's thing, I actually was sympathetic to Michelle Lowe because I saw you were getting kind of upset with her, right? And I, I just remembered, like, damn, like, Bart K, this chick's making Bart K a little bit unhinged. And uh, I don't know. Th- things have obviously changed since this was maybe almost two years ago, before Michelle Lowe came on my stream. Um, but since then, I have gotten to know Michelle Lowe a little bit more. And I think I understand why. You may have been upset with her back then. Uh, I've seen some. I've seen some games being played by these vegans, man. And she she seems to be kind of an arch, and uh, an arch uh, gamer in this whole soy op vegan yeah. community. Yeah, yeah. I, I I play the I play the odd game of my own, of course, Tristan. Um, actually, it's it's a bit of an act. The whole flying off the handle thing. It actually it's it's for clicks and notoriety. It it, it works its ass off. It actually all comes from this guy. He actually whispers in my ear and tells me. This is what I need to say and stuff, yeah. and I'll just keep telling them, no, no, we couldn't possibly. That's perfectly uh, reasonable. Clean up the mess. That's perfectly reasonable, and that's yeah. Mm. I think uh, I think we can all relate to um, to psychotic delusions and uh, and speaking t- to stuffed animals. <laughs> and, and if I if I repeated everything Yellow Ted said, we'd be kicked off the air, Tristan. Frankly, it's, please. It's we we talked about this before. You sent me some emails that you did, you know, from from the, that persona, and, and I, I don't like the way that Ted talked to me. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you remember. You may have been blacked out mm. during that during that. Yeah, episode. he was talking about he was talking about his pee pee and your poo poo, wasn't he? <laughs> it, was, it was very and it was it was graphic. We'll say graphic mm. to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, anecdotes. We love their anecdotes here, don't we? We've it's never just, got any actual evidence to talk about. Just anecdotes. It's just anecdote. It's just an anecdote. So, man, uh, all this science that we've been hearing about from the vegans lately. Um, Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, we haven't been hearing any of that from the vegans lately. We've been hearing scientism from the vegans lately. And I think, I think Barquet does a pretty dang good job at breaking down what the difference between scientism and the scientific method really are. And uh, there are a lot of fallacies you see in these, um, in these debates with vegans. But Barquet, what do you think when you see comments or when some vegan tells you, well, the, the science is clear. A vegan diet is perfect and suitable for all stages of life. For all people at all stages of life, the science says that. Do you deny the science? Like what? What? What comes to mind? How does it make you feel when you when you hear a statement like that? Yeah. It sure makes my blood boil. Um, it it used to make my blood boil, but these days, Tristan, I just kind of I take the approach where I go, okay, that's great. Multiple studies say such and such is what you just said. Bring them here. Bring them to the table. Let's see these multiple studies that say. X, Y, and Z, okay? Um, Ornish has proven that uh, heart disease can be cured with a plant-based diet. Great, bring me that paper. Hmm. And then what I usually do is I will go through that paper, we will break it down and go through the scientific method and say, here's where they break the rule number one, here's rule number two broken, here's rule number three being broken under here, here's rule number four, Validity zero, veracity zero, um, science is not canon. Mm. 
It's, it's not the indisputable word of God. It is something that is written by a man or a woman, and it's written according to an agenda. And it, it's it's easy to to twist and to bastardize a message to say whatever you want. Mm. All you have to do is is tell people what they want to hear and brainwash them against actually looking at the paper themselves or actually talking to someone like myself who can read this paper and say, oh, look, there's your problem. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. There was one paper that was, it's, it's part of the Seventh-day Adventist suite of, of soyology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is a paper that claims that the lowest death rate was experienced by the people on the vegan diet, uh, followed by the vegetarians, followed by the ones that ate some fish. Mm-hmm. And then you read the paper and you find out that's um, adjusted results, is what they call it. They call it adjustment. How did they adjust those results? What was the adjustment that was made? Well, what they did is they took the numbers that were actually collected, the actual data, mm-hmm. and they put that data into the rubbish bin over here and they made up some other shit that suited their ideology. But what, is what they did. But the experts wouldn't do that. The experts of the science, they can't do no, that. No, no, the good, the good adults at Soyuns wouldn't do that, would they, Tristan? No, no, because there's, cause there's obviously there's so many checks and balances, right? You have, you have peer review, right? You have the sacred process exactly. of peer review and if okay. it's peer review, it's true. Here's how I deal with that one. Every time a scientist says to me, oh, peer review is, is flawless and, and you're an absolute charlatan and they call me every name under the sun and all of this and blah, blah, and I'm a pseudoscientist and a science denier. And I say, well, I have peer-reviewed over 1,000 papers in my academic career. What do you think about peer review now? <laughs> well, it, it, is, has the peer-reviewed process itself been peer-reviewed? That's another question. Uh, well, no. Hmm. So peer review is not peer reviewed, and oh, okay, all right. <laughs> so it yeah. kind of does fall apart, right there, well, isn't it? What do you think about this? Um, and I've referenced this. I think it was in the Lancet or one of these scientific journals where it was revealed that up to like fifty percent of the published scientific research out there is falsified, and. Hmm. And fraudulent was that? Was that thirty percent or fifty percent? I forget um, where that said. Do you know what I'm referring yeah, to there? It's upwards, upwards of half mm-hmm. of everything that has ever been peer reviewed in science across all disciplines cannot be replicated, hmm. and therefore, as such, has no value because the idea of doing science is so that you can predict what will happen in the future based on what we've observed in the past. Yeah. So if we take your observations from the past. And we follow your method to the letter that is written down in your paper, and we recollect that data again, and it doesn't match your data, then we've got a problem, haven't we? Well, but what if the experts put their their stamp of approval on it, and they, like you know, if Dr. Greta Thunberg says, "No, this is good science." Like I, I reviewed yes, it. Yes, as we, we must respect the experts like Greta, yeah. who um, had to be reminded by the Chinese government not so long ago that bamboo is in fact a grass, <laughs> uh, not a tree, and and quite uh, quite renewable, and and so therefore chopsticks 
chopsticks were not such a problem actually. Mm. Uh, perhaps if she actually went back and finished her A grade school level, um, sort of to backfill that doctorate that she now holds, of course, uh, she might have known that. But uh, unfortunately, she she missed that class that day because she was busy. Um, training around the world, telling all of us to stop being so malicious, existing so maliciously, and mm-hmm. and uh, and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so mm. I, so you're a science denier, obviously. Uh... Well, what I'm actually, I, I guess, what I would really call myself is a science denier from the standpoint of having been involved in the science myself for twenty yep. years and seen every dirty, underhanded dishonest trick that's played by scientists on a day-by-day, week-by-week basis for the entire time until I pulled out of that, uh, that industry just in time, uh, as it were, yeah, just before yeah. the money shot, um, and, and, and therefore you know, wasn't contributing to, to the population of scientists' problem. Um, but yeah, I've, I've seen every, every single trick. The thing is, yeah. what people don't understand, if you are working as a scientist in science... There's a thing called publish or perish. And what that means is exactly what it says, is that your tenure, your continued employment at that university depends entirely on your credibility, and your credibility entirely depends not on what you know at all, but on what you can get published, true or otherwise. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so I wanted to ask you a little bit about a little about your experience in academia, about your experience in... Mm. Uh, in the sciences, you know, uh, publishing research, working with other researchers. <sighs> you you mentioned right now you've seen a lot of dirty tricks. Uh, I think oh, the yeah. general public has the idea that you know science. Once somebody, once you don that white lab coat, right, and you put that stethoscope on your neck, like Dr. Greger when he makes his videos, even though he's never seen a patient. Mm-hmm. When you put that white lab coat on, that this is some sort of like a sacred vestment. And uh, you know the gods of Mount Olympus have uh, you know have touched you and blessed you with absolute uh, neutrality, right? Total neutrality, mm. uh, no faulty assumptions, no faulty presuppositions. That it's just pure, unadulterated fact collecting, data harvesting, honesty, right? Like th- there's this Absolutely. idea that that's that that's what a scientist does and is. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, anybody who spent time in academia. Uh, realizes that's not exactly the case. What was it? Uh, what was it in your experience, like with academia and the scientific world, that left you a little bit? Um, uh, I don't know how would you say it? Dis- disillusioned, a uh, little bit upset, a little bit skeptical about the um, the institution that we see that people call the science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, I would absolutely trust Dr. Gregor when he says if you don't eat your fruit and vegetables, you might die. Die, Tristan, he said. Uh, I would trust that absolutely, of course, about as far as I can throw. He wears the lab coat when he says it, so, I mean, that Mm, pretty much means it's true. You could die. Well, you're not wearing a lab coat when you say it, so it doesn't scare me as much as when... when there you go, of course. Okay, the, the thing that probably finally settled it for me and made me realize that I could not possibly ethically, emotionally continue in that industry and continue to play their game their way was for about 20 years, 
I had been saying to students, look, here's your textbook, here's what the textbook says, here's why the textbook says it, here's the history behind how that so-called knowledge has developed, uh, now here's everything that's wrong with that. Here is some actual science for you. Here are where the, the rules of science are being broken by these people who have this ideological um, bent. For those that don't know, my particular academic background is in physiology, health You science, want to find out? Find nutrition. out. Find um, out. You'll come at me and you'll find out how strong I am eating a plant-based diet. Whew. Okay? You'll find out. It's pretty intimidating. Sorry about that. I see. Mm. Did you did you urinate? Mm. Did you just urinate yourself? Um, I, I think I upset that man. If you want to change your pants, if you want to if you want to go change your pants, you can. No, right? no, that no, that's 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 fine. Okay, he, I just he, I um, leaked a little bit. I've seen what? that guy. I've seen that guy before. Not that guy, actual that guy, but I've seen people who play the role of that guy before, and <laughs> and the one that barks the loudest is the one who actually probably can't uh, can't uh, come up with the goods. That is true. Uh, on the day. <laughs> but anywho, um, so I'd been sort of saying to students, you know, if you want to be a scientist, if you want to know what's wrong with scientists and, and how science is done by scientists, then you need to understand this additional information. This is why what the book says is no good. I was always discouraged from doing that. I was always kind of frowned upon by my colleagues. Oh, no, you must just teach the book. You mustn't undermine the book. The book, the book, they say. Um, Although they always, always used to say to me, well, when you've got a suite of publications yourself that do definitely undermine the book, some science of your own and your own publications, then perhaps uh, that would be all right. Uh, and then when I did have a suite of said publications and I had done some science and I had proven the book to be wrong, I said, and here are some publications by some clown called Kay uh, that actually underpin what I've been saying for 20 years. Here's the actual research. Um, and I can promise you mine was actually, you know, valid. I, I didn't cheat or use underhanded tactics. Mm. Um, promise, because, uh, you know... Um, um, I you, believe you if um, you were wearing the white lab coat yeah, when you said it, but, I mean, exactly, I'll take, I'll take um, your word for it because... Still, yeah, still not okay for me to say to students, this is the real science. Not, yeah. not okay at all to, um, to break the rules of the academic thought police. Um, of course, legally, I was allowed to do it because there's a thing called academic freedom, which is a law that guarantees the right of academics to hold and espouse any opinion they should see fit, popular or otherwise. Uh, but then that comes into conflict with an institutional document called the curriculum document that says you must teach what's in the book. So uh, a legal problem. Hmm. And I just thought at the end of all of this, 20 years into an academic career that was killing me slowly and distressfully, I thought to myself, Fuck this for a game of soldiers. I'm going to go and be a YouTube star because YouTube's great, I thought. Oh, God. More fool me. <laughs> uh, dear, oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear. Mm. You, me, you know that Genesis song, More Fool Me? Or that, it, was, it was a minor song on one of the, What was that album? Which album is that from? Was that No Jacket Required? No, it was a, it was a Peter Gabriel Genesis. It was like a... Uh, it was one of the earlier uh, albums. It was like a transition song, but... No, no jacket required was a Phil Collins album anyway. Okay, okay. Phil, Col there's a couple the, the 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 Phil Collins the first I think the first or second Phil Collins Genesis album called Duke. I really yeah. like that one. That's a good one. Okay, Duke's Travels. Good okay. song. We'll have to go and have a look at that. That's a good one. Mm. Listen to that track, Duke's Travels. The last song on that album is good. Um, yeah. So yeah, so, man. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's kind upside, of now I get to say whatever I want to. Kind of. And and YouTube YouTube really really pour love and praise upon me for so doing. 
And they yeah, they, and, and, and they give you totally me. real statistics on you know what's going on with your channel, and uh, I, I don't know if you've oh, experienced absolutely. this, but I can search my video title, the exact title, and uh, it doesn't mm -hmm. it doesn't show up. I can search it in quotations, yeah. it doesn't yeah. show up. But so four weeks ago, I had fourteen point two k subscribers apparently which as it turns out is not even a count it's an ai generated estimate of yes. the number of people subscribed to my channel yes and i did a little experiment with my people which i did promise i would report back to on so here it is here are the results i asked all my people to set up second and or third youtube accounts on on new um on new email accounts so they're not connected together and resub all these new accounts uh, and send me lots of messages uh, to tell me that they'd done that and yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I just, I thought I'd just sit there and watch my subs count just go up and up yeah. and up. I thought, anyway, I asked everybody to email me when they'd done that. And I got um, a goodly number of hundreds of people that went, yep, absolutely. Here's my second account. I have subbed to your channel. I have done this and that and the other thing. Anyway, as of today, I have, 14.2k subscribers, Tristan. Well, listen, Bart. That's just because... I, mean, I don't know if you understand this. This is a concept that I was recently introduced to by a vegan YouTuber. Your view count and your sub count, that's how you determine how true and good your content is. Okay, so... Mm. So I was recently informed that my channel also sucks and that a, a vegan who has a smaller sub count has more engagement. And he, he, he told me, and this was amazing science. He said, if I had as many subs as you, I would have, I think he said like 500 million views or something like that. So this is, uh, yeah, yeah the, you, your, the truth is determined by how many views and how many subs you have. Um, I, mean, I guess according to, to some people, but I'm obviously joking, but yeah, no, it's, it's a joke, man. That I, I can't tell you how many, People, I mean, the, these are real people, like actual people, not bot accounts, have told me that they've been unsubbed for my channel multiple times. And these are people who like super chat all the time. So, and these are people who, when you super chat, like through YouTube, YouTube takes a 30% cut. When you super chat through Streamlabs, Streamlabs takes nothing. So basically, I think there's a, there's a small processing fee or something. They're making margins in Streamlabs. And so the best way to support is from Streamlabs for you guys watching right now. If you enjoy this, uh, please support via the Streamlabs link. But um, the, these people who were donating via the um, Super Chats, YouTube unsubscribes them. So YouTube doesn't even care about the money. And this is simply about social engineering. This is what people don't realize. The and I've been saying this for years. The algorithms that run this, you're not getting real view counts. You're not getting real sub counts. None of this is true. This is all social engineering. They want to tell people what is popular, what you can watch. I get MSNBC, Fox News recommended to me all day. I never click on their shit. Every once in a while, I watch a hot take from like Tucker every now and then because he's the only one who's half, uh, not even halfway. He's, he's, he's actually pretty, uh, pretty straightforward most of the time. But other than that, well, why are you giving me MSNBC, CNN recommended videos all the time? I don't want that shit. Okay. Why are you hiding my channel? We could, we could, you know, in New Zealand here, we could have saved a lot of money in the last in the last couple of weeks. We've been having our general elections to decide who our next prime minister is, is going to be and our next government's going to be and stuff. Instead of actually, here's here's my here's my card 
the one that they give you to say, here's, here's, come and have your vote and choose. Wow, look at that little, what is that, like, autistic cartoon guy at the bottom? That's so weird. Oh, he's, he's, he's the little, he's the little, come and have your vote guy. This is you, you're just a little, look at you, you're a little, you're a dehumanized cartoon, you're not a real person, come vote, you little retard child, yay! And don't, don't forget to put the pee-pee in the poo-poo. Yes, sir! (laughs) Woohoo! Yeah. So, I mean, we could have not bothered with the actual voting and the actual counting of people's actual votes. We could have just made an, an AI-generated estimate on, on how many people want this person to be yes. in the government, yes. how many people want that. We've also had uh, two referendum questions uh, posed to us this year. Uh-huh. We've been asked whether or not in New Zealand it should be legal to smoke weed mm-hmm. uh, and, and also whether it should be legal to kill yourself. How lovely. Um, how lovely. So... So they'll allow you to, to, to make decisions on uh, can you get stoned, can you kill yourself, but, but no, mm-hmm. if, if you want to go and open your business or if you, you want to go outside and live your life, you don't have that option, right? It seems like New Zealand and Australia are crazy with the lockdown stuff now. Um, uh, look, in the, in the, original, the original situation, March time, we, we sat in our houses for seven weeks. And, and it was like curve. military the, the curve martial is law around the place. Yeah, flattened the curve, though. It's good. It's flattening curves. Curves are flattened. Oh, in New Zealand, the death toll from, from that thing is is 23, I think it is. And the, Not 1,000. Yeah. 23 individual Mi- people. 23 million? No, no. 23. Huh? Wait, wait. Two tens and three extra. Oh. One score plus three. Yeah, I, I'm just, I am, dude, it's crazy to see. And that's I, because we stayed in our houses, Tristan. That's why we have to see, Right, that that's the narrative, right? Well, it's, it clearly worked. It clearly worked. Because if you yeah, looked at the is. science, right, check it out. Here's, I'm going to show you some real science. Here's what would have happened. I'm going to make some science for you right now. This is the curve. Yep. No lock down. Good. All right, so the science clearly shows that if you didn't lock down... Uh, look, studies show, yes. Absolutely. Look, you see that curve? It's like almost straight up. Oh, wait, let me, let me fix something. Make it a little bit more scientific. Okay. Here. Sorry. I just make it a little bit more scientific there. So without... Uh, there you go. Yes. No lockdown. That's the curve. But with lockdown, here's the curve. Look, that's what we did. That was definitely going to happen. The science said, but look, that's all that happened because we listened to the grown-ups. Exactly. That's science, right? Mm. That's how we do science yeah. now. We just we just throw up graphs on the screen and say that the experts say that that's true, and that's science. Yeah. Um, man, I am I'm kind of dumbfounded. I feel like so the things I was talking about a couple years ago that to a lot of people they're like, yeah, no, that's that's not that's definitely not happening. Like no one's trying to no one's trying to like take away. Your uh, your ability to move freely in the world. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna you know create a global technocratic dictatorship that's based on eugenics and constantly testing you and taking tissue samples and blood samples from everybody. That's insane talk. That's crazy person talk. And now here it is. And now it's happening. But then but people still say, oh no no that's just crazy talk. This is just temporary. Don't worry. Like this is just we need to do this. This is science. Um, this it's all good. You're right, Yellow Ted. He's on to us. <laughs> I'm part of the science, you see. I'm, I'm, 
I've been involved, so I, I know the secret handshake. I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Someone mm-hmm. says, <laughs> yeah. Jordan says, pretty sure Primal Edge Health just stole that graph from ABC's Good Morning America. Yeah, that's yeah. I did. I plagiarized yeah. it. I, I took that from the newest BBC nature documentary about the dangers of, uh, of having children and exhalation. Yeah. So the take-home message, boys and girls, is be responsible, stay away from each other, um, don't don't go out and maliciously earn any money at all. Whatsoever. <laughs> don't do that. Malicious um, business. <laughs> yeah. Stop, uh, stop maliciously existing. Well, that'll be okay once we've passed the law that says it's okay for you to decide for yourself whether you exist or not. Oh, and then and then you'll uh, get the uh, yeah. Once once the once euthanasia is is normalized. Um, you already have a media that's constantly telling everybody it, you're being gaslit by media constantly into this almost suicidal catatonic state, right? Oh, you're so bad for the planet. The future is so bleak mm. for you. There's no jobs in the future for you. They're telling you everything's going to be robots and we just got to get rid of you and everything's going to be miserable if you don't just kill yourself. They're going to give you incentives to kill yourself. And, and, and here you go. And I've been talking about this for years too. And this is coming. This Neuralink type stuff where they tell you, oh, you're going to like upload your brain to the freaking cloud. We're going to upload your consciousness, man. They're going to start trying to tell you that, oh, look, if you just come over here, we're going to do this MRI scan. And if you take a couple of these quizzes, we already have all your data from your whole life. So we've created a digital you and you can actually live in this digital world. They're going to sell people. They're going to re- they really are going to do this. They want to sell you on the idea of uploading your consciousness into a digital interface into this transhumanist, weird, matrix-like reality, they're going to tell you that that's how you're going to live forever while you're just killing yourself. But it's okay because you're going to live in Google Cloud. But your body will be dead. Maybe that's why they've, maybe that's why they've also feathered in the, the pot referendum at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. All the drugs. Passive and compliant. Absolutely. No, the, the, the drug, the flooding countries with drugs, flooding nations with drugs is a part of breaking down the psyche and these a lot of these drugs that are being promoted now, especially things like MDMA, psilocybin, um, LSD, DMT, these have been historically used in other cultures, right? So the Aztecs, I got this book somewhere, I don't want to pull it, they, they read some quotes from this book the other day about the ritual nature of uh, the mushroom, as Terence McKenna used to call it. And they used to use the mushroom for human sacrifice rituals where they would let the blood from the human beings and they would have giant orgies where they would consume the flesh of their enemies and they would give them the mushroom to make them compliant. And they would also consume the mushroom themselves, the nobility, while they are lopping off heads and eating their hearts on pyramids. So this, the, these drugs have been used for that historically to make people complacent and compliant. And um, this, is, this is absolutely coming. A lot of people thought this was crazy talking about this a few years ago when it was connected to the climate crisis. But now with all this great reset stuff, my, uh, my tinfoil hat seems to, uh, to be spread into other normies who once thought that this is just crazy talk. So um, yeah, that's, that's coming. So uh, of course, being, being a good global citizen and a responsible adult uh, and a scientist as I am, Tristan, I, I of course voted yes on both, on both proposals. Yes, absolutely. Give us lots of drugs and give us all sorts of choices that are usually taken care of by a higher power, that'll be fine, I said. Absolutely, of course. Yeah. Let me come over here. I've got a... Uh, and, yeah. and of course, of course, I also voted left-wing, hard left, uh, because I really support the welfare state, and I really think yeah. that people maliciously going out there to earn a living and look after themselves and their families, just not acceptable behaviour at all. 
Um, we need people behooven to our to our state enforced soil control. Yeah. So that's how I voted um, <laughs> in, in our election this week. So I've done my part for the world, frankly. And and now I'm I'm just going to throw myself prostate on the floor in front of Dr. Greta and and beg her for <laughs> for acceptance of, of my behaviour. Well, I, I you know I'll, I'll go ahead and take the next level of virtue signaling for you. I I when I vote I just write in Greta's name on everything for every for every single position. I write in Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. I only vote Greta. Um, I got a couple super chats here to read though. We got just for kicks donated 20 says, does holding my breath help save the climate? Um, well, Bart's not wearing his white lab coat right now, but can you go ahead and answer this on behalf of the science? Yes, absolutely. Of course you must hold your breath. Um, the best way to do this is to submerse your head entirely underwater twice and, and come up once and, and that will sort, that'll sort that one out. Never mind the fact that you'll then be deceased and then you will have to break down and release all the carbon stored in your body or any of that other kind of science and stuff. Um, what we'll do is we'll just stick purely and entirely to the ideologically driven um, mass hysteria that, that we all should stop being so malicious about existing and things. Yes, I'd support that entirely. I would just say, yes, holding your breath can help, but also if you... Wear your mask all day, always inside, outside, and double mask. That'll make sure you're getting less oxygen and retaining and breathing and rebreathing more of your carbon dioxide. And that'll help you get um, to uh, cleanse the earth of you quicker. So go ahead and do that, and um, that'll help. Yeah. Joshua Schmidt. Studies show that's the best advice I've heard all day. That's cool. But do you have a do you have like a peer review study that can tell that can prove that? <clears throat> that all, all you have to do is say studies show, Tristan. Those are the rules. Okay, right. um, you don't have to actually provide any evidence for any ridiculous claim studies that you want to make. Show. Um, so long as the people who you're making the claim to want to hear that, and it's in, within their echo chamber, mm. perfectly safe. I think you'll find. We got Joshua Schmidt donated four ninety nine through super chat. Says science is pretty gay, to be honest. Um, you're gonna have to show me. You're gonna have to show me some sort of like a peer review. Uh, do you have any studies to back that up? That's what I'll say, Joshua Schmidt. I don't really. I don't see any studies. Can you give me some citations for that? Thank you. Um, good, good. So we got somebody just entered the waiting room here. We have we have our first call in. Remember, you guys, we're doing call ins. We got there are a lot of vegans out there who seem to uh, be quite upset with Mr. K here. He's another member of the mm. uh, the Bald Man Bad Crew. Uh, they're also very upset with me, but for some reason, Bart, they never seem to call in when I open up the lines. They never seem to call in, but I don't know. We'll, let's see who, who we got here on it, the line. It's because, Tristan, they're all so busy. They're all listening to herself and Chawla with her anecdotes and her and her uh, her ethicalness and stuff. Anecdotes? <laughs> come, come make friends with the vegan community if you've been <laughs> gaslighted. If you've been gaslighted by Bart K, come talk to the vegan community. All right, we got we have a uh, we got a call in. Let's see who this is. Caller. Hi everyone. Uh oh, hold this on. This is Richard Burgess. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Let me. Uh, I gotta hide self view. Why is it like that? We need them these next to each other. Okay, this, what a surprise, what a treat. Uh, Go ahead, Richard. 
Yeah. Alright, so just been scrolling and I saw Borkay was on Tristan's live stream and I just wanted to talk some smack and from my, my OnlyFans. So Bart, why do I why am I deficient on a vegan diet, but I have more hair on my balls than both of you guys have on your head? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. Do you have do you have like a peer-reviewed study that could prove that? Because I'm not, I'm not. Do you have any citations? He, he, he does. Right. He does have a channel that you can pay some money and go and have a look at his balls if you want to, Tristan. Apparently, I, Thomas will try oh, to uh-oh. befriend you. They'll try to say, "Oh, we've got some more anecdotes." What does this anecdote say? Is there any actual evidence here? Is this anecdote? That is the actual brainwashing. Yes, Michelle. Why am I deficient on a vegan diet, but Bart K, why am I so much bigger and stronger than you? Well, the first part, the bigger part is probably to do with genetics. The stronger part is, is probably debatable. Um, if, you, if you don't recall, I have actually challenged the actual real Richard Burgess to a cage match on about four or five occasions, and I've, I've never had a response to that invitation. I can only... Only surmise that uh, that he's scared of me. Dude, I'm six three. I would beat your ass, bro. Whoa. Do you think so? Come to Toronto and I'll beat your ass. Uh huh. Uh huh. Good. 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 I'm um, six three. How tall are you, Bart? Yeah, I'm five foot six and 140 pounds dripping wet. I and choke I you to death. And I would not out four times before he hits the floor. <laughs> oh. I would choke you to death. To death. Ooh, I'd love to see it. To death? That'd be awesome. Mm. Wow. Wait. Um, all right. Let's right, hold, hold on. Give, hold. Oh, go ahead, Tristan. Oh, you're so polite, Richard. <laughs> so nice. I hate your guts, Tristan. Shut up. Wait, what's with the, I'm getting dual messages from you. <laughs> what is this guy talking about? Richard, Richard, just. Sorry. Go ahead, Tristan. <laughs> Are you going to interrupt again? Okay, well, Richard, this is beyond the scope of our conversation. Um, my my lack of hair, my alleged lack of hair, uh, and and my um, and and my bald man badness. That's beyond the scope of our conversation. But I also I, I want to see. Do you have any like studies, any peer reviewed, uh, double blind scientific studies that uh, that will prove that you could beat up Barquet? No, I don't. All I know is that I can probably bench press his body weight. And that's pretty much all the studies that I need to know that I can beat his 5'6 ass up. Okay. Uh, do you have but any... I do want to say one thing. Go ahead. I was just wondering, do you have any other things to say? Like, it seems it's really clear that you want to beat Bart K up. You don't like me. You hate me. Uh, but is there anything else? Do you have any other arguments? Do you have anything else to say? Um... Well, Bart K, he likes to give out diet advice, even though he says that he doesn't give out diet advice. So, um, he likes to talk about his authority, but he's not a dietitian. So, why are you giving out diet advice when you're not a registered dietitian, Bart? Well, why would a registered dietitian be the authority? In, in nutrition, yeah. Wait, Richard, you just it. you just called him out for appeal to authority, and then asked him to appeal to authority, and mm. <laughs> what, what, what? That doesn't make much sense, Richard. Is that? 
Um, sorry, my brain can't wrap around that right now. I think it's the sugar rush. I just had a couple of donuts. Um, so, Bart K, you're on the carnivore diet? Um, in your recent video, I saw you consuming a couple of cloves of ginger on your steaks, and you're eating this these pills that are bacteria, but they're not plants, they're bacteria, but... Um, that doesn't sound like a carnivore to me. I don't see lions or, like, blue whales consuming any plant material. Can you justify that? <laughs> that's a good little soy cackle there, Richard. Yeah, that's, 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 that's an interesting one. It really defi- it depends on whose definition of carnivore you find acceptable, really. Um, and also, the other thing that you need to keep in mind is that Nobody with more than three brain cells gives a rat's asshole what you think about anything because you're a high school dropout. Um, sorry. <laughs> do you, do you want to do? Re- would you like him to repeat that, Richard? Did you just call me a dropout? Yeah. Richard, are you okay? You said and a drop and a drop kick while you're at it. <laughs> Richard, don't cry. Are you? Richard? Well, how dare I? How, how dare we, Tristan? Richard, are you the... Come you on, Bart. You're stealing Richard's dreams. No, you're stealing Richard's dreams right now. Richard, you sound... Are you okay? You sound a little sad, man. Richard. Jasmine! Jasmine, get my rollerblade! I was too rough with him. <laughs> oh, no. Is he leaving? Me. Wait, are you going to... Tristan, gonna... I'm really sorry. I, I broke Richard. Richard, are you going to leave? Are you going to go rollerblade? Sorry. Richard? Just fight me, Bart. Just come to Toronto. I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> okay, good. As, as soon as we're allowed to travel again, um, that's a date. It's a I'll date pay for boy. your flight. I'll pay for your Excellent. Flight. I make $10,000, sorry, 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 10,000 Gs a month, Bart. I can pay mm-hmm. for your 10, little Gs? flight over here. Awesome. Wait, awesome. you make 10,000 Gs? That, that's What's that, 10 million? 10,000 Gs? 10,000 thousand a month? $10,000. Oh, $10,000. You, know, you know what I mean. You said, you said 10,000 Gs. A G is $1,000. I don't, I don't know if you... Yeah. Okay. Ten, sorry. I need more money, threes. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I need more algae. Uh, sorry. Oh, nothing, but you said there's aldehydes in omega-3 supplements? Yeah. Well, actually... Uh, 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 huh? Talking about there's aldehydes in omega-3 supplements. I've been taking an omega-3 supplement for the past two years, and I'm not dead yet. Right. I, I've been a carnivore for four years, and I'm not dead yet, and neither do I have heart disease. Um, it just sounds like an anecdote, Richard. You've, you've no actual evidence for anything, have you? Just anecdotes. All right, so, Bart... Richard, hey, wait, wait, Richard, come on, hey, man, dude, don't cry, it's all right, man, Richard, vegan gains, are you there? Yes, sorry, sorry. Is Jasmine with you? Jasmine? You, wait, wait, Jasmine? <laughs> vegan gains, sorry, look, can, can, can I just ask, is, is it Jasmine in the background laughing, or is that Jessica? <laughs> it's both, probably, I, I hear, it. I think Jasmine's laughing back there, then Jessica's Jasmine giving is you. in the background. Look, hey, just, just, Richard, just lay your head on those fresh, warm buns. 
take a little nap. You know, it's you'll be okay, man. Wipe your wipe your tears away and um, you know, shoot some OnlyFans content or something, man. You know, go go count your OnlyFans subscribers or something. You'll feel better, dude. Yeah. I, pop pop your thumb in there, Richard. Just just go just go give a thumbs up to Jasmine. Just go give it now, broken Tristan. <laughs> just go give Jasmine a, a nice thumbs up and uh, and you'll you'll feel better, Richard. Are you there? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, it makes me so sad to hear you cry, Richard. Call back. I, I really appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much um, for for popping in, and maybe call back later when you're not so emotional. Right. Eat, eat a few donuts, you guys. It's okay. I, we, we, Excellent. Yeah, we hate you too, Richard. Bye. Oh, he was a nice man, He's, wasn't he? There he goes, Richard Burgess. Um, mm-hmm. All right, we got we got someone else in the waiting room. Let's see. We'll see who pops in now. We got Maddie. I've got a whole new. I've got a whole new attitude about Richard. He's usually such a douche. He was so sensitive there. I feel bad. Mm, mm. I kind of so feel bad. Soft and feminine and round and warm and inviting. It is really rotund. Six foot three. He is really rotund. Mm. I, the, the roundness is. Uh, it's, it's snuggleable, right? The, the, ladies say yeah. that they prefer the dad bod. Science shows that dad bods are. They're a lot more popular uh, these days among the ladies. Yep, yep. Let's see. I'm waiting. I got. And studies many. show that uh, Tristan's channel is the best damn channel on the internet. That's studies show that 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 is that is true. Even though you don't have your lab coat, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that's true. Maddie Andrews, I know this troublemaker. What are you doing, you bigot? I can't hear you. You better connect your audio. Have to wait for his audio to there we go. I can hear you now. Oh, What's good, Tristan? What's happening, dude? What is my name on here, first of all? It just it, it says, should be Matt Andrews. I don't it, know if that's right. It says Maddie Andrews. It's not your alt account. It's not your alt account. It's not your uh PP and the Poo Poo Elmo alt account. It's just Maddie Andrews. Hold on. I'll probably put the cans on. Put the cans there on. There we go. There you go. What's okay, up, so Matt? uh hold on. So uh let's see. What was I gonna say? I forgot because I was playing video games, but oh so you told me to cut my carbs out. I I cut my carbs off for lunch, but like I, when I went to the gym, my only option was Chick Fil A, and I ate two sandwiches. So is that good or bad? <laughs> we got, we got, we have some work to do, Maddie. Look, just ask if that's good or bad. It's like it's it, it's neither, right? I mean, it's it, it really depends on your context, right? So what's your? Let's give some background, uh, Maddie. He was he was trying to get jacked. And it seems to me from the we've had like three messages, and I'm just trying to help you off the cuff, right? If you were like a client, I'd give you a questionnaire. We'd, right. we'd go all through the questionnaire, and we'd we'd look at it, right? So, Maddie was trying to gain some muscle. It sounds like he got fatter than he wants to get. So now he's saying he wants to lose some fat. So I told him simple, real simple way to do it: keep everything the same, make sure you get enough protein, and cut half your carbs. I just said you can either cut carbs or you can cut fat. Simplest way. You can either cut fat down or cut carbs down. For me, I cut carbs down. So I told him, cut, cut half your carbs out, right? So if you're eating, say, 300 grams of carbs a day, cut down to 150 grams of carbs a day. You keep everything else the same. That's a simple way to do like a, a cut if you're, uh, you know, if you're not so uh, well-versed on macronutrient manipulation. That's a real simple rule. So I think you're probably fine. You said you normally eat like a bunch of carbs and you just had a couple pieces of bread. It's probably not super high in the carbs. But if you're not if you're not like really consistent with meals, then you don't know what you're doing, right? Like so eating the yeah. same thing all the time makes it easier. That's like as simple as I can make it, right? You have the same freaking meals all the time. So mm-hmm. 
you don't have to think about well, it. Well, I'd, I'd like to say that studies suggest and studies show quite clearly that anyone who eats any carbs at all is not a carnivore. They should hand in their carnival card immediately to Office of Tafainal of the Carnival Police, and they should then report back here for public naming and shaming because they clearly did it wrong. If they eat um, carbohydrates, um, is that you, sir? That's right. Yes, I'm very, very upset with you. That's so He's great. super yeah, upset I, with you. My, my, okay, for, my parents own like a, a bagel place. So like back home, I work in that and I eat a lot of bagels, turns out. So uh, I don't know if that's true. Also, like every oh, you, sandwich you, you, never, you never really were accountable. You did it wrong. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, well, I didn't start working yeah. out until like a, a couple months ago, but... Mm. Well, why are you like trying to? Right, you just started. You, you just started working out a couple months ago. Why are you trying to? Yeah. You're try, aren't you? And your goal is to put on muscle, right? Right. So why are you trying to get so lean right now? Why don't you just focus on hitting macros consistently, get enough protein, build muscle, and then you can recomposition if you want later on, or you can draw. You can do a cut later on. Like the goal right now, because you're young. Well, you're like 18, right? 19. 19. So you're 19. Put, put muscle on. Don't worry so much about cutting. Just don't get too fat when you do it, right? Put muscle on and watch, watch, okay. watch your belly, watch your waistline. Don't get too fat and uh, manipulate carbohydrates as you need, right? Just – do you eat candy and stuff? Yes. Okay. Uh, not really, no. Okay. You had a look on your face like yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and don't forget, if you don't eat your fruits and vegetables, you might die. <laughs> That's true. Mm, I don't know. Most definitely will, but you know but, um, that one. Fo- focus on meat and fat. Get a, get good get good meat. Get good fat in, and um, and you have some carbs. But focus on building muscle, and then cut later on. Like you're not gonna you're gonna lose fat from like one day of dieting, right? Like you like you messaged me yesterday, and then now today you're like, okay, I kind of cut some carbs out. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just wondering because like I don't really. I have so many people tell me different stuff like yeah. what they're trying to do. Yeah, um, like in my Discord, I have a lot of people who are uh, working out and stuff, and yeah. or trying to lose weight. So I've heard lots of things. Someone said don't listen to you, and they said you need to have at least one thousand two hundred grams of carbs or whatever. And oh, I was shit. like, I just sent him a picture. I just sent him a picture Do you know of how you, much... Tristan, because you're like the, the one where you're like ripped and like your veins are falling out. <laughs> I said, no, this is what they told me, so I'll take my chance. Wait, but, 1,200 grams uh, of carbs? Do you know how much that is? Do you know how much rice you'd have to eat to yeah, get that? Yeah, 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 because... Yeah, I know, because I, uh, I was looking into like rice and beans or whatever, right? Like I know beans don't have a lot, but rice has like 50 grams a serving. Or okay. something. So how many servings would you have to eat to get your twelve hundred grams of carbs that this gentleman told you to eat? I'm I'm look, I'm not I'm not a math major, so I'm, <laughs> I'm not either. That's why I'm trying to get you to do my homework. <laughs> I know a bloke that's really good with his math. He's called Richard Burgess. He lives in Canada and and he can help you with all of that. Um, accounting and stuff. Bart, that's that's beyond the scope of our conversation. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm just look. I'm just gonna. Okay. I'm just gonna work on gaining muscle. It's not yeah. too much of a worry. It's just like I used to. I used to do like a lot of uh, cardio, like related sports. I guess so I was really yeah. thin. And then yeah. once I moved to college, I stopped those because like yeah. I just didn't. Do, I don't do sports at college, so I guess that's kind of why I started putting on a little bit of weight. But oh, you're back in the dorms. I, I don't know. Show me your dorm, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Show oh, me the dorm. God. Okay, my roommates and. A mess. So one roommate. His laundry all over the floor. Dude, what a piece uh, of shit. He's from Guatemala, so I don't know how close that is to Ecuador, but uh oh, is that racist? Uh, did, if I just called him a piece of shit, does that make me right racist? Now. <laughs> but 
Yeah, it's a, it's a tight <sighs> room, kind of. Dude, you're bringing me back. You're giving me flashbacks to 19 years old, 18 years old. I was 18 in the dorms. Um, dorm life well, is I'm a... crazy. Dorm life is nuts. Um, mm. Cool, man. Well, that was like 30 years ago, Tristan. Are you a boomer? Are you technically a boomer? <laughs> what year were you born? Seventy-two. No, no, Bart. Bart's oh. not a boomer. Bart's a Gen X. Bart's a Gen no. Xer. We got. Am I? We have um, three generations. I'm thirty-three. Um, Bart's I'm, ninety. I'm pushing. I'm pushing fifty. Oh gosh, dude. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. Too old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my... so, so I'm told. So I'm told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My name actually shouldn't be Maddie on here. It was that because. Uh, I had joined it. I, I was doing a video, Tristan, after, after you and I did ours, I was going to do like a, I was like crashing a socialist zoom meeting or whatever. So I named it Maddie and like pretended to be a transgender. And then I ended up having to throw the video out Why? because I didn't, I, I couldn't get the audio right. Cause I, I recorded a Mac and it was like my first time using OBS yeah. and for a Mac, like desktop audio doesn't record on OBS unless you get third party software. Where'd you, find, where'd you find the Zoom doing. meetings to crash? How do you decide which ones to hit? And, uh, like, are you going through activist networks or how are you finding it? Uh, I just looked up on Google. I looked up, like, socialist feminist Zoom meeting or something like that. And there was, like, some organization that's uh, based in D.C. And it was actually big. There were, like, a couple hundred people in the Zoom call. But me and my friend were in there and, like, we... Uh, went into the Q&A or whatever. We had a really good conversation with them. And it was going to be a great video. <laughs> and there's no recording. So you got no it, recording? It was hilarious. Shoot, man. All right, well, maybe you might yeah. have to hit me up. We might have to collaborate on some of these. These sound like some fun adventures. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, Maddie, yeah, we your, should. We should, totally. What's your YouTube channel? Maddie has uh, interviewed I, uh, me. I did an interview with Maddie. He's also interviewed Jay. I think he interviewed Gavin McGinnis and uh, Milo, a few other big yeah. names. Uh, but the biggest name by so far was So my YouTube me. channel... Look, we've got some, we've got some only fans right? in the background there. Only fans going on in the background. Oh, this is my Guatemalan roommate. <laughs> He's changing right now. Henry, say hi. Tell, tell him to show us his, his uh, pecs. Tell him to show us his boobs again. Show us your boobs. <laughs> yeah. <Anybody> look. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> This is my. I love. I like how you don't even introduce my name. You're like, this is my Guatemalan. I said roommate. Henry. I said this is. This is my Guatemalan roommate. He's not worth naming. Well, because he's he's from so or he lives in Ecuador. So I figured that was close to Guatemala. <laughs> like, I, don't I don't know. I'm not, look, I'm not. A, I'm, I'm not a math major. I'm not a geographer. So okay, don't hey. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, my my YouTube channel. I'll plug that real quick. It's Matt Andrews. Uh, I'm not plugging your TikTok. Don't listen. I'm about to, okay. Plug so, TikTok. Uh, my YouTube is Matt Andrews. It's got like 450 subs, so you'll you'll see that. But I, I was curious earlier. You were talking about like subscriber count versus view count. Yeah. And after you get a thousand subs, does it matter too much? Because I know that's when you can be monetized or whatever. But, like I, I, I average like 2,000. 2,000 views and my subs are only at like 400 something. So yeah. 
How much does subscriber count matter to you, Tristan? Because you've got a big channel. Uh, I mean, nothing at all because I know it's not real, right? Uh, because I have so many long-term viewers who've supported the channel, like even just monetarily support the channel regularly, uh, they get unsubscribed four or five times. It's all algorithm-based. We have no idea how many people are really watching videos. That's the nature of it. It's a black box. Like it's a, the, the numbers go in and, they, and the algorithm spits it out. So to me, I stopped caring back when uh, YouTube stopped the growth of the channel in October – or like September 2019, I was getting 3,000 new subscribers every month, and then they had this adpocalypse happen back in late 2019. And when that happened, uh, I started losing like 300 to 1,000 subscribers every month, and then I would gain some, lose some, gain some, lose some. And it's just, yeah, it's um, now we just lose subs. Then we're not allowed to gain them anymore, only lose. So, I, yeah, okay. that I don't makes know. sense. I think we need to. I think we. I think it's good to uh, put stuff on other platforms just in case, and and just don't even worry about view counts. Or I mean, obviously view counts are kind of important, but I wouldn't worry so much about it and just try to put out good content. Um, I, I don't think they actually are honest about the view count either, Tristan. I yeah. think they tell lies about how many people actually are watching. Yeah, yeah. There's. I think there's like probably. I mean, I'm estimating. Probably two billion people are watching the stream right now, but they only show 195 in the live stream. Yeah. But there's at least. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah, huge. Studies cool. studies show that I've had 5,000 subs unsubbed from my channel in the last six months. Wow. Um, and and studies show that I should be a multi squillionaire by now. Squillionaire, I like that squillionaire. Mm. Bart K, the yeah. squillionaire. So yeah, Matt Matty Andrews. What's the channel name again, dude? Matt Andrews, not Maddie. Matt Andrews. Uh, I'm worried I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna get monetized, by the way, because I've got, I've got Gavin, Milo, Catboy, Cammy, and Laura Loomer, all who have been banned from YouTube, and then Jay was demonetized. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm worried about that. I don't know how that's gonna work, but no, I, I wouldn't. And even if you do get monetized, get here, here's a little secret. Even if you get monetized, you ain't getting shit from YouTube. You're not getting anything. Oh yeah. Like I used to, you I made. To, you need to diversify. You need to set up income streams by working with the people that are interested in what you have to say on YouTube. Don't rely on YouTube for your income because that's completely unrealistic. It's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't don't ever count on YouTube to send you money. Uh, monetize through Streamlabs if you stream. Uh, don't you try. Don't don't if you stream. Don't promote uh, super chats through YouTube, promote super chats through Streamlabs because that takes some of YouTube's revenue. And they, YouTube just uses that revenue to, uh, to crush small channels anyways. Like YouTube has, been, YouTube has been at a loss since YouTube Well, again, I'm bigger and stronger than you, so I won't worry too much. Right, thank you, Hench. Oh, um, look, it's Paul from Norris with his Wednesday afternoon basket weaving certificate. Basket weaving? You, mm. Do you get more... I would imagine you get more through like donations and super chats, right? Oh yeah, I don't. I, mean, you get I like get nothing from YouTube. At a time sometimes. Check it out when I when monetization first happened. I knew I knew YouTube was done when monetization happened, but when we first monetized the channel, I made about four times as much as I'll get monthly now off of views. Right now, if I don't do any streams, I'll make literally like less than two hundred bucks, probably. Right? Yeah, it was one hundred thirty. $130 one time when I just took a break and didn't do anything on YouTube for a month. They only sent 130 bucks. And then I, some of my videos have them, like, there's a couple that are over a million views. Um, half a million view videos. 
So yeah, they don't expect to make any money on YouTube now. But when I when it first got monetized, YouTube paid out pretty well. But that's how they trapped everybody. So then people started flooding it, and I knew this was going to happen. I talked about it before, and it's uh, yeah, the, the monetization is not something you should be worried about with YouTube. I think just concern yourself with building up the uh, the audience and brand and whatnot, and then. Um, you know, monetize different ways outside of YouTube as much as you can and always expect yourself to be a get, like I can wake up any day and be kicked off of YouTube and I know it. Sell green pills instead. Sell green pills to people. That's the way to make money. There Sell you go. Pills. Sell pills. Well, you, not those type of pills, Maddie. College kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like I'm also, working on you it. Know, just, just before we close off, just for some sort of fatherly advice from the, from the oldest gentleman here. Uh, wear your mask, stay inside, don't touch any of those uh, journey girls at all, um, don't talk to anybody whatsoever, don't maliciously try and earn any money or learn anything, and and uh, and stop malicious, maliciously existing and using resources and things, and, and that'll help the universe at large, and Dr. Greta will get her, her future back that way. Right, and vote Greta. Oops. Yep. Five-year-old, that one. What's that? Is that who you're referring to? Or is there a different Greta? No, there's just one Greta. The great Greta. Oh, okay. Greta Thunberg. <laughs> the Greta Thunberg. Um, yeah, let me, I'm going to read some super chats. I got, I got three super chats here. I got to read Delbridge. What's up, Delbridge? Donate five bucks. Um, and this one, this is a great one for Bart. Mr. Bart K, what are the flaws with peer review? Um, number one, anyone in academia that will even entertain a request to peer review something gets to do it. There's no real check on the veracity of the peer reviewers. Nobody reviews the reviewers. Um, usually peer reviewers are mates of the editor of the journal concerned who have agreed to undertake a certain number of peer reviews. It's kind of a chore. We don't get paid for it. Usually we don't read the thing that carefully as a peer review. We just go, mm, is, is there anything that I'm going to get absolutely caned for here? And then you think to yourself, well, it doesn't matter anyway because actually peer review is anonymous. So no one will know it was me that peer reviewed this, except that editor who's my mate anyway. So fuck it. All right. Thank Pretty you much that's it. what's wrong with it. It, it, doesn't, it does not confer veracity on anything that's published. All it says is that there are two people who are prepared to sign off on it, probably because they were running out of time on their peer review window of opportunity, because usually the, the editor will send you this and say, I need it back next week or in two weeks or whatever. And then usually it's about half an hour before the cutoff that you go, oh, shit, I better do that peer review. Uh, fine, fuck it. Off. There you go. Del peer review. Delbury's got another question. He donates five bucks. Says, does plant agriculture uh, result in more environmental devastation than animal agriculture? God bless you, Tristan and Bart, yes. forever. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Yes. I would agree, Study too. Study show. Study show. They, oh, whoa. All right. <laughs> it has been spoken. Study show. Um, <laughs> why is that? Why is that? All right, well, when why you is it that plant? Go ahead. Go on, Tristan. Uh, the, uh, all right, so plant agriculture as far as uh, pesticide usage, herbicide usage, all these petrochemicals, agrochemicals that are used to spray on them, super devastating for the environment. A lot uh, The NPK fertilizers, those nitrogen fertilizers, they're artificially putting nitrogen into the soil, spraying all sorts of crazy fertilizers, chemical fertilizers. Um, all this stuff runs off into waterways. 
pollutes our water, destroys our gut. Glyphosate is highly toxic and is known to be carcinogenic. Glyphosate destroys our gut. That's Roundup and that's sprayed on all these crops. Um, the industrial plant agriculture is very devastating for the environment. Now, that doesn't mean that all plants are bad. Like, you know, plant agriculture in general is bad. Organic agriculture, right? organically grown plants that require animal input are part of a, uh, a system that one would use if they're farming regeneratively. You would be using animals, you would be using plants, and you would be actually sequestering carbon into the soil. And I don't think that carbon is a pollutant or a toxic thing, but you do put carbon into the soil when you build good, loamy, black, deep, rich soil uh, by engaging in proper uh, grazing practices using animals. And yeah, I mean, as far as like, if you're going to compare something like a Beyond Burger or an Impossible Burger with real grass-fed beef from an animal that's you know just grazing on grass, it's incomparable as far as the environmental devastation goes, right? So we feed our family. All the food we eat comes from the valley we live in here, and, um, and we eat mostly animal foods. So... Uh, when you're importing tons of these pesticide-drenched monocrops, you are supporting the destruction of soil, the destruction of our guts, uh, the increases in autism rates, um, and all sorts of devastation to the, uh, the water as well. So, um, yeah, properly, you know, organic agriculture can be great. Uh, there are a lot of permaculture practices can be uh, very beneficial. But overall, plant agriculture is much more devastating to the environment than animal agriculture. But a lot of the vegans, they'll say like, oh, well, most of the plants that are grown for crops are fed to animals. And that's also false. Even when you look at the industrial model, when they feed animals corn, they're feeding them the indigestible, inedible parts of the corn and the soy. While they take the soy bean, they smash it and they make oil with it. They press and they remove that oil using all sorts of chemical solvents like hexane and shit that are going to destroy uh, people's guts and the environment as well. They take that out and then what's left of it is that soy cake. They feed that to pigs and stuff and that's inedible to human beings. So... Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there, but that's the, the long-winded answer. Thank you, Delbridge, for that question. We've got another one. Ascetic. That would have been great in, in, the, in the Attenborough voice, all of that, I think. Perhaps <laughs> you should record all of that again later using the Attenborough voice. The Attenborough voice is only when you're talking about eugenics and depopulation. That's the only, the only way. <laughs> no, we got Ascetic Donates 5 bucks. says, do you think the push-pull leg day split is a good workout plan? It could be great. It works for a lot of people. A lot of bros and bodybuilders have done that for their whole lifting career, it gets results. Is it the only way? Is it the best way? No, the best workout for you is going to be the one that you can stick with. Uh, the best routine for you is going to be what you can stick with long-term and get the results you need. So uh, push-pull, leg day, bro split can be fantastic, but so can things like uh, Wendler's 531. Um, those can be good progressions as well. There are a lot of different programs out there that are super effective. Uh, if you're just starting out, like a five by five can be a good way to go. Um, you know, strong lifts, five 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 by five. They have a good program that's good for beginners. If you're just learning, um, so yeah. Don't don't you bigots know that all that extra exercise, maliciously using all that extra energy, is adding carbon dioxide to the atmosphere, Tristan? Not why you, could you? How could you possibly encourage such behavior? You're, you're it's irresponsible. Wear the mask and you just rebreathe your own, so you're good. And you could offset it. Global warming is a good thing. Exactly. I would rather be warm than cold. Yeah, it's too cold. Yeah, and carbon dioxide. Who, will who disagrees with that? Yeah. You just really? Made... Yeah. Uh, the uh, the question about uh, <laughs> about the uh, plant agriculture doing more harm for the environment. I I realized that like 
halfway through that I had already asked you that question on our video. Yeah. And then I just stopped paying attention. That's why I was laughing because I completely forgot, but then I remembered. So, what do you th- is man made climate change real? Man made climate change is man made. What does it have? <laughs> it's a man made myth. <laughs> I mean, you can change okay. the climate. Uh, I mean, you could spray you could spray aluminum dioxide and barium dioxide in the upper atmosphere, and then blast frequencies through it. And there are tons of patents for weather modification uh, um, methodologies. There is an entire uh, like stock exchange for weather modification for predicting weather. Uh, you can pay somebody to make it rain over your area or to dry it up over your area. There are uh, weapons that can create hurricanes and stop hurricanes. That have been geoengineering for over a hundred years, and the patents from Edward Teller, the guy who uh, helped make the atom bomb, uh, are all out there. You can look them up. Look up all these patents for geoengineering, uh, for stratospheric aerosol injections, all these different ways that they modify weather. So man can modify the weather, and man has been experimenting with weather mo- weather modification since. I mean, it's well known that the that um, the U.S. military was creating typhoons uh, on the Ho Chi Minh Trail in order to wage warfare against the North Vietnamese, the Viet Cong. It's well known that China um, was doing weather modification around the Olympics. So yes, we can modify weather. We can change microclimates uh, in the immediate, and we have technology that can manipulate all these things. Uh, But as far as like carbon dioxide from us exhaling, is that changing... Uh, climate, the climate, uh, that's, that's a myth, and it's a pseudoscientific s- religious cult that is um, uh, very, very dubious in its uh, exploration. How dare science. you, Tristan? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Mm. All right, we got... All we got... you can talk about is money. All you, your, your dreams of infinite economic growth and of going to college and... Being around other young people in close proximity without a mask? How dare you, Matty Andrews? How dare you? I wonder if, I wonder if, if Greta has, a, has one of her dreams is to one day experience puberty. She's about to retire because she'll be 18 in a few months, man. I think she's 18 in like March mm. and then you won't hear from her mm. again. But she, she still looks mm. nine, so I guess they'll, they'll pull her out. How crazy, how stunted yeah. that chick is, is ridiculous. It's so sad. Uh, no, 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 come on, I won't, I won't have it, Tristan. The vegan diet is completely sufficient for all stages of human development. I forgot she was Study showed. Yeah, the, the vegan diet is the only diet proven to prevent all stages of life. That's it. That's, that's mm-hmm. the new, that's the have new. You seen, uh, have you seen that vegan teacher on TikTok? Yes, she's, she's the best. Dude. Or have you heard about her? Yeah, have you seen her daughter? Is that that crazy skinny woman that... Oh. It's gonna, yes. Well, that's not going to narrow it down, is it? Hey, Maddie, she's got a daughter. Does she really? Yeah. Is she hot? She's, uh, How old is she? No, she look looks, up, look up. Vegan Booty is her name. Someone v- said in your chat. V-G-A-N Booty. Someone in your chat's complaining about Zoomers. Like a gay idiot. LARPer. Jordan Moore. How old are you, Jordan? Uh-oh. Idiot. Zoomer. You done made a Zoomer Oh, mad. he's a Zoomer. Oh, that's such a retarded argument. God. He's a Zoomer. You gotta support the Zoomers, guys. Hey, if you, if you, the Zoomers, the Zoomers are important in this battle. They are important, and they're the best trolls. They're the best trolls. So you gotta get the Zoomer trolls on your side. You gotta leverage the autism of the Zoomers, and you have to use it. You have to use it to take down and steal Greta's future. The Zoomer's the only one who can take Greta's future from her. And I and I I know Matt's working hard at stealing Greta's future. 
and I and I don't blame Zoomers are literally the, the last line of defense for American culture anyway. So uh, any of your followers in America dissing Zoomers are retarded. Zoomers are like Gen Z. Gen Z are the ones who are rejecting cancel culture. Anytime I've had someone come after me, it's been a white middle-aged woman or a white boomer woman. Yeah, me too. I had like a millennial (laughs) write a book about me on Facebook. I had a millennial show up at my house. I had a millennial come into my place of work and yell at me. And then I had a boomer yell at me on camera when I was covering a protest. So, and they were all white women, of course, but Gen Z are the ones who reject cancel culture and all this silly behavior. So we're going to save you. You all ruined it. We're going to save it. So shut your mouth. He's going to save it. Who, who was it that, that, was, that was hating on the Zoomers? Who hated on the Zoomers? Jordan, Jordan Moore. Jordan, Jordan Moore says, oh, got, look at that. You done shamed him, and he's apologizing. He says, I got nothing against the Zoomers. Zoomers are based, he says. Oh, no, yeah, that's Jordan uh-huh. T. I bullied him in a submission. Look you at just, that. You Zoomer bullies. <laughs> what a, Zoomer bullies are just, you're hurting them. You're hurting them, man. Oh, he's a millennial. He's a millennial. Of course. Of course. Of course. But Zoomers, it's okay if you guys make fun of millennials, but millennials can't make fun of you. Uh, we can make fun of any generation. Okay. Okay, good. Literally every generation alive above us is worse. I think Gen Z is like, isn't Gen Z the most conservative generation since World War II or something like that? What do you mean conservative? I think I heard that somewhere. What is worth conservative uh, in America? Socially conservative, probably. <laughs> cool, man. Like, I don't know. We got and uh, 2020 is definitely turning Gen Z even further right. We'll see, man. Probably we'll... show that I'm the most conservative from my my generation that I know. Most of my friends mm. are pinko left wing apologists. You know, that's actually a so that's that's a message to all my friends. I hate all of you. You're all left wing apologists. <laughs> Get fucked, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> All right, we got another caller on the line. Maddie, shout out your shout out your your YouTube channel one more time, dude. All right, so Matt Andrews on YouTube. It's got about four thirty subs, so you'll see it, and you, uh, you can sub there. And Tristan, yeah, we'll, we'll collab soon on some sort of online mischief. I'll let you know. All right, dude, hit me up. You know where to find me, dude. And let let me know yep. how it goes with the cutting. Uh, well, you're not trying to cut anymore. Just put some muscle on, and then worry about cutting in a year after you've added 15 pounds of muscle. You should be able to put on 15 pounds of muscle in the next year. If you don't, you're doing it wrong. All right, all right, Zoomers unite, you boys. All right, dude. <laughs> Respect. All right, let's let's see. All right. Wow. We got we got millennials, Zoomers, Gen Zs. We even had Jay Dyer, who's an honorary boomer. He was in the chat earlier, um, but oh, he's trans boomer. Maybe he's trans boomer. We've got another guest. Hi everyone. Hi everyone. This is Farron. What's up, everybody? What's up? Here. Just what? coming in to, to remind you: if you do not drink raw blood and eat raw meat, you're fucking retarded. What? <laughs> you can look at my diet and see that these two bald guys are bald. But even though my hairline is four feet behind my skull, at least I have hair. Sverige, um, <laughs> do you want to talk to us or you just want to address the audience? Uh, I'll talk to you guys. How's it going, man? Are you Where, where are you these days, Sverige? Um... Just been hopping around inside everybody's house that I can find, just squatting around. Squatting, like like taking a oh. taking a dump or something. Or? 
Yeah, squatting around everywhere, every house I can find uh, on this flat earth. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. So uh, how, how long exactly should I stare directly at the sun every day, theory A? About four hours until the UV rays burn 60 holes in the back of your cornea. And that will actually reach you into enlightenment. And um, <clears throat> that's about all. I try to get about six hours because I try to do better than everyone else. Wow. Now, I, I, cook, I, I cook all my meat. Does that make me a fucking slave? That, I cannot believe you, Botkai. I swear to God. Oh, wait, I don't believe in that. That's for mentally ill people. Yes, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> Spheridge. So I'm not, Spheridge, are you in Romania right now? Someone in the chat says you're in Romania. Uh, yes, I'm in Romania. Location is irrelevant, though, on this flat planet. Okay, I get it. Um, any advice so, for any advice for the Zoomers? Would you, what do you think about the uh, the Zoomer generation, man? We were just talking to a to a young up and coming budding Zoomer. He was in his college dorm room with his Guatemalan roommate. His nameless Guatemalan. They were getting roommate. naked together as well. His Guatemalan Guatemalan stripper roommate. Um, what, what 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 advice do you have for the younger generation, the Zoomers? I know you're a father now. Um, do you have any advice? Oh yes, I am now a father. All he does is eat, drink titty milk right now. But anyways, my advice for the Zoomers is: eat raw meat, drink raw blood, and drink lots of orange juice. I mean, I didn't mean to say that, but anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, Very tell us a bit that. about getting on. Tell us a little bit about getting on with your your mates at school from your school years. Uh, rumors rumors uh, have it that you were a, a little bit stabby. Okay. Joey so, Armstrong style. What happened is, is that they tried to cut my non-existent hairline back further, and I tried to stab them back. But the thing is, I'm not crazy. I swear, I only did it because I thirsted for blood. And that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Until you discovered sun steering, which will meet all your nutritional needs, of course, won't it? Studies of show. Course. Studies show. Mm. Good. Only when they agree with my beliefs. <laughs> okay. This is, this is great. We've had, we've had, we, thank you, Spheres, thank you so much for jumping in. I appreciate, I appreciate the call. Let us know how everything's going. Maybe call in again. Um, any any last words? Any last advice for the uh, for the audience? We got Zoomers, Boomers, Gen Xers alike. The the generations um, are uniting. What do you have to say? I I'm better than everybody, and if you try to refute anything I say, I'll just say you're wrong without saying anything to back it up. Okay. That is all. Well, thank thank you, Richard, Spirit. Just back again. Thank you, Sverich. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> uh, have have a good night, Sverich. Take it easy. Yoto. Ciao. Ciao. There we, go. we got we got like celebs popping out of nowhere. We got. He was a nice man too. He was nice. He was nice. I don't. I don't feel at all like a slave having spoken to him. Vegan gains. Mm. Vegan gains was pretty nice too. Yeah. Look, we got another. Maybe I'm a trans slave. A trans slave. We got a trans vegan in the chat. Let's see. Let's see who's mm. coming next. We got. We got lots of calls. You guys, if you want to call in, there's a link for the Zoom meeting down below. And again, if you like these streams, support the dang streams. 
We had a couple good streams the last few weeks as far as audience support goes. Y'all a little slow today, but please support via the Streamlabs if you want uh, you want your questions asked uh, or if you just like these shows. We'll keep them coming if you guys keep supporting. There's a link down in the description below uh, for both calling in or for supporting via Streamlabs. Transvegan, you're, on, you're live with Bart K. What's happening? Transvegan left. Okay. Rude. How rude. How rude. Mm. All right, let's... Maybe Transvegan is trans here. Yeah. Transvegan is... Here, now I gotta... How do I do this? Make this smaller. There we go. There we go. All right. So, dude, what what else is new, Bart K? What else is uh, what else is happening with you lately, man? Um, I'm all about the green pills. Since the beginning of September, I've been I've been on this ridiculous, unnecessary supplement for ten years, which uh, which I believe, in my humble opinion, has saved my life. Um, and I've never told anybody about it or promoted it at all until the start of September. And then I thought, well. It's a multi-level marketing company. I'm entitled to promote it if I want to. I just never have. YouTube aren't going to pay me any money to do anything, so I might as well. So I did, and and I thought maybe you're being a bit selfish not telling people about this thing because it's so great. And so I did, and and so, yeah, diversifying the old income stream, which is always a good thing. Nice. Helping a bunch of people to sort out a bunch of, uh, a bunch of things to, to do with supporting their overall health. I've got to be careful because the FDA is very, very, very hot on what we can say and not say. Uh, but basically, for those that want to know, it's a supplement that is derived from a blue-green cyanobacteria, uh, which is not a plant, uh, neither is it an animal. It's something in between. This is an extract from one of those. It grows in one lake only in Oregon. It's, it's, uh, it's the Upper Klamath Lake, for those that want to know. Uh, and it's a product that encourages your bone marrow to release your adult stem cells into your blood which then float around and do all sorts of wonderful, magical things in your body. Interesting. So Repairing like... and renewing tissues, basically. Yeah. So it's a nutraceutical. It's, it's not about nutritional shortage of anything. It's, it's, although there are some micronutrients in the thing because the company saw fit to throw them in, I don't really care about those because I'm not deficient in anything. I'm interested in the stem cell effect. Um, so people that want to know about that, the address that you can email has been above my head for the entire time I've been here. Just right. to the right of my head there. And, and above my other head and further up above my third head down. I've got three heads on the screen. So that way you'll never forget my face either. Because I'm, I'm actually a complete narcissist. It's, it's really the only thing better than one bald man bad is three bald man bads on the same screen. Yes. That's yep. the only thing better. Let's see. We got, we got someone in the waiting yep. room here. Let's pull in. Um, Haley, can you hear me? You're live. Hey, can you guys hear me? What's up, man? Oh, yeah, so I got to make this really quick because I got some things to attend. Yeah. I'm going to watch this back later. I want to know if you guys think because of the current economic hardships, if we should reinstitute slavery. Um, of who? Who should we enslave? Maybe, maybe this is our opportunity, Tristan, to, to overpower the Vagoons and, and get them under control. I, yeah, I mean, now, I was going to say, like, if he had some names of people he thinks we should enslave, but he didn't want to expand on the, the troll. Uh, 
I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta come with a little better than that if you're gonna. I don't know. Good try, mm. I guess, but yeah. mm. I don't know. Maybe you got a little nervous. Yes, I'm, I'm all for slavery myself, so long as I don't have to be the slave. I mean, it's all about uh, me, you see. Mm. Yeah, I mean, because I'm toxic and male and 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 unnecessarily existent and things. Yeah, and I thought I thought they say they say meat is murder and meat is slavery. So if you eat meat, then I guess you do support slavery, according to the vegans, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ned, you could you could try try a little harder next time. Come with like you, you gotta you gotta set it up better and then like ease into it somehow. But uh, a, yeah, yeah. Some some work on that delivery would be good. Yes, it was a good try. It was a good attempt. It was a valiant attempt. Yeah. Oh, we got. Let's see. We got another guest here. Robles, 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 Robles. Robles. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're live. We can. Robles. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, this is Austin from Robles. Yep. Yeah, this is Austin from Robles. You're, hey, you gotta turn so mute. Going back a lot. Mute your uh, browser, Austin. Supposed Austin. Okay. This is not Austin. Yeah. There's there's too much testosterone. Way too much testosterone in that cucumber, voice. lime, and cilantro. Ugh, cilantro. God, the yeah. only thing I'm less likely to eat than cilantro is fungus of any kind. Personally. You don't like mushrooms? Nice. No mushrooms? Oh, nice. Oh, gosh. Yeah, my last girlfriend had that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Can I share with you a story from today? Sure. So um, I went for a massage Uh-oh. in Cambodia, <laughs> and it was like a... Uh-oh. It was a long, slow massage, and she was feeling... Slowly making a way down my bony body. I hope this has a happy ending. I don't like stories that don't don't end happily. Well, is this? Uh, then you, I realized this is not. This is a Cambodian lady boy. Okay. That was massaging me, mm. and I ran out of there because I am a pure leprechaun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And then we, me. And my friend found some really good jackfruit. <laughs> okay. We, t- right. we, <laughs> we totally jacked it. <laughs> you jacked it? Wait, you jacked the jackfruit? What does that mean? You stole it? You stole the jackfruit? No, no. No, we just ate it on camera and did like a vegan mukbang. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> This is remember. This is YouTube, not OnlyFans. Um, wait, you jacked the jackfruit in a vegan mukbang? What? It was so good, you guys. Okay. Well, if anyone else wants to share any fruit-related stories, I'm what? always listening. I'm Austin from Robles. Wait, Austin, are you are you a uh, are you cooming? Why are you telling <laughs> No, I'm a leprechaun. I'm pure. I'm actually doing push-ups. <laughs> what, uh, how many push-ups can you do now? I just did four. It's like my new record. Okay. Is this, wait, is this... Is this the same... Is this who is this? is this uh also this is the same dude that's doing vegan gains? 
No, this is this is a leprechaun from the end of an Irish rainbow. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was just asking if you guys liked any fruit, but you didn't answer me. Excuse me? What kind of fruit? What's do I your like? favorite fruit? I, I feel, just love talking about fruit. I feel like it, well, look, Austin, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like if I tell you what type of fruit I like, that I'm engaging in some sort of a degenerate behavior by helping you to, uh, to perhaps um, uh, spread your slippies and your chippies in around. Well, okay then. Well, you are always free to comment on my channel. With what? Thank you, guys. Like descriptions of and fruit. Don't, don't forget to put the pee pee in the poo poo. Thanks for calling. It's okay. I'm in Cambodia. Okay. <laughs> Robless Austin. Anything, anything goes, apparently. Oh. Man. <laughs> Thank you so much yeah. for calling in. Are you still there, Austin? Any, anything else? Any? You have any questions for us or uh, anything like that? All, all of your bigots that follow your channel are degenerates, Tristan. I think that's what the problem is. That's why you're being shadow banned. <laughs> that was one of the funniest calls. <laughs> we jacked the jack. We we got a jackfruit. What did he say? We found a jackfruit. We jacked the jackfruit. And we jacked we totally it. jacked the jackfruit. <laughs> we found the jackfruit. And we jacked it. And then we had a vegan mukbang. I can't, I can't tell. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Thank you, Austin. That guy is good, though. That guy is good. That was good. I was trying to. That's why I was asking him if it was the same one who did the vegan gains. That was that was a pretty good Rob Liz. I think it's the same character. Yeah. Whoever that is, I like it. You complete me. <laughs> you complete me. The last caller. Email me, and I will. Uh... Hey, hey, was was that was that Jessica complaining about that comment that you just made there about who completes you? Yeah. Yeah, you've been told now, Tristan. You are in the dog box. What do you mean he completes you? I thought that was my job. <laughs> Goodness, dude, that was that was a good call. All right, remember, guys, we got open lines today. We got open lines tonight. If you got, if you want to call in, if you got anything to say, if you got any questions for Barkay, I mean, we're still waiting for all you, all you uh, logical vegans out there, all you. Uh, great vegan studies, debaters. Studies show that I have the answers to every question in the universe. So please do feel free to uh, to drop to drop by any anyone that is a big goon and, yeah. uh, and tell us all about it. Yeah, and you know, studies also show that none of you vegans call into debate. We get open call, we get open calls, and none of you none of you have called into debate yet. Someone says Tristan has to be in on these calls. No, I I have no idea who that. He is officially gone. No, there really is a raw bliss lady boy massage moment. Okay, I think. <laughs> now I'm I'm I am confused though whether that's a story that had a happy ending or not. I don't know that that happy ending almost made me choke on my laughter. I almost I almost just uh just coughed to death laughing at that that dude. <laughs> That's a good Ash, one. Ashton, Ashton Crow is saying that we need that Fart K character to call in. That would be funny. Is there a Fart? Who's Fart K? Oh, Tristan, where have you been, son? Goodness. Um, do, a, do a search on my channel for any videos concerning Fart K. And you will laugh and laugh and laugh until you stop. And in my case, it's not yet. And I've seen it, I don't know, a hundred times. And I'm still pissing myself every time I see it. 
look, look for a video where Auntie Pim and I are reacting to the Fart K versus Thunder Bay trainer Logan debate because. Yeah. Oh, I've fact, seen that, recently, that Thunder Bay person. I recently posted it. Alright. Mm. I know that Thunder Bay dork. That guy used to try and uh, try and get me to debate yeah. him. Uh, but it just didn't yeah. interest me because he just seems... Yeah. I mean, so if you look at some of my recent videos, Tristan, you'll see there's a... there's a I think it's called Trips Down Memory Lane Volume 3 or something and it's it's all... It's, it's, it's all about Fart K. You, if you don't know who that is... All Boys right. and girls, go and check it out. You will piss yourself. All right, I dig it. We got Funniest some shit you've ever seen. Some people in the chat are like are calling out for debates. So look, if any of these people want to debate, they'll call in. We got open lines. Excellent. Right? I, mean, I've done, I did open lines three nights in a row. Not a single. Only one vegan called into debate, and that was Veganica. Shout out to Veganica. Veganica has uh, had more rotund tested cows than most of you vegans out there who talk shit all the time and try to. Uh, you, you vegans out there, you beg for debates, and then I open up the lines, and you don't call into debate. You don't call into debate. And the guy that keeps on saying the same comment over and over again, tell that dork to call in and debate if you want to see it. Right? He's always welcome to come in. And I told him he can call in. Even after his stupid little soy ops that he tried to pull, I still told him, you can come on and debate. You got an argument, come and debate. So we got someone, we got Trevor up in the... Up in the uh, in the room here. Let's see, let's see what happens here. Trevor, hey guys, you guys, hear me? Yeah, man. Hey, yep. yep. Um, no. So I just see how, like, especially in America, how pedophilia is becoming more like accepted to society, and it's more of like a political question. I know, but even I was on Netflix and I saw um a show called Cute, uh, a movie called Cuties. I'm not sure if you guys saw that. Yeah, that was a big, uh, big debacle. Actually, there was a guy that made a YouTube video about how much he liked it, and in that video, he says like, "Oh, these ten-year-olds are hot, and they know it." They yeah, no, it. no, that's the thing. I, I saw like a trip. I didn't watch the things. I can't. How the fuck am I going to be able to watch that myself? Also, but you you can't even I use that word YouTube if you even use that word. Like, you got to say other things, or they'll they'll like hide videos if you even talk about this stuff. So you got to talk about like you know you got to say like I don't know messing with children and stuff like that rather than those words because YouTube openly and I guess you know maybe they they say they're trying to prevent that type of content but they have smashed out a lot of critique of the um the the kitty diddlers as we can call them uh they they yeah. they seem like they're almost protecting these folks and enabling them oh, yeah and, that, and that's the thing I I also uh, was, yeah like I was saying I, was, I saw the trailer on Netflix for it and um no, I was just creeped out. <laughs> to yeah, be honest, really. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. They're trying to throw a pee at the end of that thing, and that's that's what it's about. Sexual liberation is a tool of cultural degeneration that has been used for ages to break down nations. And on the last stream, we talked about the sexual revolution and how this was used in the Bolshevik Revolution, how what they called uh, free love and... Um, there was this big push back in the 1920s for free love, and H.G. Wells was actually one of those guys pushing for polyamory and free love and the sexual revolution back in the 1920s. Um, yeah. So the, yeah, it's, it, this is a tool for cultural degeneration, and the more you break up and destroy the family unit, you are by destroying families, by destroying the family unit, you are removing the transmission vehicle for generational knowledge on how to live right how to feed yourself how to live uh, worldview formation that happens in the family so if the state can replace the family 
Um, these right. nutcases believe that they can create a utopia. Uh, but right. it's, it, I'm only like 24. That's the thing. I'm young, but I, it's like I've seen it shift from like completely like, oh, pedophilia, like all this is bad, right? To, to now accepting like almost anything. Yeah. That's the thing is once you, and, uh, when you liberate the passions like that, you're, you're enslaving people. You're making them. So the sexual yeah. revolution, it's not about, oh, it's going to be free love. We're just going to have so much fun. We're going to have rock concerts and orgies. No, it's about enslaving you to the passions. It's about enslaving you to your desires. And the same thing with drugs, right? Yeah, sure, drugs feel good for a little bit, but then they enslave you, right? So it's, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, also, I have, a trist- uh, I have a question for you, Tristan. Yeah. Um, since this becoming accepted, can I get a piece of your eight-year-old voter? <laughs> There we go. Bye. There we go. So he can't even stick around. He can't even stick around after his stupid little, his stupid little thing. Oh, you're so edgy, bro. You're so edgy, bro. Dude, chill out with that edginess, dude. You couldn't even hang out and 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 uh, and enjoy the edgy aftertaste of that, right? You couldn't even hang out and enjoy Come the edgy aftertaste. That. Come and say that to Tristan's face. This is the thing. It's like you never you – know, just the internet. These people think – these people think – look, I'm not a boomer. I, look, I grew up on the internet just like you Zoomers. Like I, I grew up here. <laughs> you, you think you're cool and edgy. All right. Let's see. We got some more people here. We'll uh, – what we'll do now – here we go. We got Bumba. What's up, Bumba? Bumba, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, Tristan. Uh, I noticed that you have a bald head like me. Yes, Bumba. My name is Bumba. Oh, yes. I am from a village in Nigeria. And I would like to give you some advice to stay cool. You see, one day I went to my village leader named Kumbolo. And I said, Kumbolo, my head is hot. And he said, why? And I said, it is hot. And he said, you must take the mud and put it on your head. So I listened to Kumbolo. I put the mud on my head and it made me cool. This is very, very wise. Very, very wise. You must take this advice. This is all I have to say. Thank you. I appreciate that, Boomba. Um, oh, Boomba, yeah. how do you feel about putting the pee-pee in the poo-poo? I do not understand that. No? Mm. No. No. Well, this, is, this is the way to control our population so that we don't all maliciously exist, you see. I think and, and this is how we get Britain back in the future. Put mud on your head, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Put the mud on your head. Put the mud cool. on your head. It will make you think better. You put the lime in the coconut, you shake them both up. You put the lime in the coconut, you shake them both up. You put the lime in the coconut. Thank you, Bumba. Soyan, sir. We got Soyan, sir, coming up next. Look at this. We we finally get some callers. Oh, nope, they just disappeared. Nope, now Soyan is back. Soyan, sir, what's happening? Just so we know, Tristan, I've got uh, 30 minutes remaining. 
and then I'm going to have to race because I've got my car in the shop and I need to go and collect it before they. What's up, up with the car? What's what's wrong with the car, Mr. K? Uh, Mr. Oil, Bar oil K. change, new filter. I've been maliciously using it, uh, maliciously driving it around, and maliciously existing, and and it just needs a bit of maintenance really before we go away. Maliciously once again this weekend to maliciously go to my friends who I hate fortieth because I hate all my friends because they're all left wing apologists. Uh, but I'm going to spend a lot of money and resources and put a lot of carbon dioxide into the air. Uh, this trip involves driving up the road, driving the, the car onto a boat, uh, driving, well not driving, but riding on the boat for three and a half hours to get to the other island. Um, and then driving it halfway up that island uh, as well to get to where I'm going. And uh, yeah, so we thought we'd, uh, we thought we'd have an oil change before we do all of that. There you go. Nice, mm. man. Well, yeah. um... Yeah, well, maybe, maybe we can, uh, maybe we wrap it up now, and uh, I, I can, uh, let's see, Soyancer, I don't think Soyancer, no. there we go, we got no. Soyancer here, Soyancer, you're live with Bar K and myself, what's happening? What's going, lads, you well? Yeah, yep, yeah. right enough. That's the job, I was just wondering, is uh, Tristan interested in finding out a way he will um, debate that idiot, um, LVL lifting vegan retired logic. <laughs> well, he's always welcome to come on. Like I said, that dude can call in anytime. Would you Would you be interested in debating on modern day debates, one on one, neutral platform, etc.? Uh, not really. I don't really like that channel, and I think they have a lot of late debates. What about Barquet, and... maybe? What's that? What about if uh, Barquet was to debate on modern day debates? Will I debate Barquet on modern day debate? No, would Barquet debate? Uh, Lifting vegan logic on look if if, if lifting vegan logic wants if he wants to actually debate and bring arguments he can come on anytime and he knows it he knows that so if he wants to come on he'll come on he doesn't want to come on he wants to play soy ops okay look I can only ask but yeah no no I'm I'm, I'm totally down it, like I said before the uh, the invite is open any of you vegans out there any of you vegans who want to come on and debate you're welcome to come on. There are a few. Apply on my yeah. channel. There you go. Okay, thank you very much for answering my question. I, I have know. no more to say. Thank how, you very much. How's everything going on? And how's everything in Ireland right now? I hear it's getting kind of crazy. What's that? How's everything in Ireland right now? Are you not in Ireland? Yeah, we're in level three now tonight. Level three lockdown. So three weeks of uh, no pubs, no restaurants. Just grab a bag of cans from the shop and drink away. Yeah, is that what everyone's doing? Everyone's but Jesus, three weeks of no drinking. No drinking in Ireland for three weeks, unfortunately. I saw I, I saw Conor McGregor kind of hoeing out for it and saying, we should do, we need this lockdown and we, maybe we need a level five or something like that up on Twitter. You see his tweets lately? No, I didn't. And if we don't do this, we might die. McGregor is, he's like, he, McGregor's become like the Greta of lockdowns over there in Ireland, it seems. He's been very pro lockdown. And he was, he was, before this even happened, he was like, you gotta lock it down. We gotta lock it down now. We can we do this together, Ireland. We gotta lock it down now. Um, yeah, I'm wondering where he's, where he's getting his, uh, his little instructions from. Well, he wouldn't know. He, he's hanging out in the pizza or someplace like that on the yacht, so he yeah. wouldn't know what's happening. Yeah, he's hanging out with the Princess of Monaco. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Shit, man. Hey, well, I, under, I, I get that you want to see that LVL debate. I'm down for it. The reason I do it on my channel, I don't have time to go on these other channels, man. When I come here and I do a three, four-hour live stream, at least I get to get some super chats. At least I get to get some income going. And that's why we do it here. 
right? So if he wants to come on, he can come on. And, um, you know, he, he knows where I'm at. He knows where to come. But, yeah, I, I think he's uh, – I don't think he's got the guts to come on and actually debate, to be honest. I think he just wants I'm, to I'm pretty sure he's probably stalking your live stream at the moment. Oh, he's here. I'm sure he's here. I'm sure he's here. Shout out to and the – and I'm hoping he's watching us chat right now so he can get his um, A game going. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, man, thanks for calling in. I, and I uh, appreciate the desire for more debates. Those debates will happen when those vegans step up to debate. So we'll see. All right, thanks, man. Yeah, bro. Thank you. Have a good one, man. Top of the morning to you. It's after three in the fucking morning over there. Top of the morning. That's a prime, that's a prime Irish accent there, man. And hey, Barkay, I know I know you mentioned you got thirty minutes left. Anytime you want to jump out, let me know. We can uh, you can plug whatever you want, and we can uh, we can let you do your exit, whatever you want, man. Not trying to keep you here. Uh, and, that's, uh, yeah, no, that's that's cool. We can we can do that. Look, a uh, couple of things. Um, obviously, subscribe to my channel for all the feckin' good that'll do. Um, that's uh, you'll you'll find that up there. That's that's where you can find my channel there under that name. Bark I've got K. another very fine, fine channel as well that you can also subscribe to. It's that one there. That one's also pretty easy to find on the YouTubes. If you want to email me uh, about anything, including this fucking marvelous product here that will increase the release and uh, trafficking and proliferation of your own adult stem cells, comes from a cyanobacteria that only grows in Klamath Lake in Oregon. Uh, email me about that. Um, that's me, pretty much. That's that's all that's going on at the moment. Um, also, send me all your money because studies show that I need it more than you do. <laughs> Bart K, Nutrition Science Watchdog, everybody. There's a link to Bart's channel in the chat right now. I'll put a link to Bart's channel in the description as well. Sub to him. Even though if you sub to him, his sub count won't rise because it's all algorithmically based. But, you know, it is what it is. Bart's out there. He's working hard. He's spreading the word. Meet Militia, Bart K, Bald Man Bad. Uh, it's been awesome chatting with you, man, and I, I appreciate you coming on, Bart. I'll see you soon, brother. Not at all. Thanks. Thanks for having me very much, Tristan. I appreciate it. I always, I always love your show. It's always good fun. Thanks, man. Um, shout out to all the bigots. You're all fucking degenerates, every one of you. Terrible. Every one of you. You're all terrible. See you next time. Um, don't do anything I would. Trust me on that. <laughs> all right. Later, Bart right. K. See you, mate. Take okay. it easy, Catch bro. You. All right. That's Barquet, everybody.